Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast. Also still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. I was like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. I was like, what is today? What, what am I doing? It's like, what? I have no concept of time at this point. I just don't. I'm like, I don't, I don't. Are you I good? Like, do you want to like try? Yeah, no, 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 I'm fine. You want to try to do this another day? No, okay. I'm fine. And oh, I just realized my camera's not on. But yeah, I'm sitting in my snug. Everybody's like, is that a Snuggie? I'm like, yes, girl. I've had this for like 11 years. <laughs> it is like the best thing in the world. See, I can't rock with Snuggies. It's just like my back's all out too. I'm like, eh. See, it's good it's for like just, sitting like, down and laying like down. Like I asked somebody, is it still, are they still being made? And everybody's like, I don't think so. I'm like, oh, y'all missing out. Cause people are like, what the hell is that? It's a Snuggie. I'm like, yeah. And I'm wearing the official um, Snuggie color, which is blue. I always wanted like a cheetah one. Cause they, I think it was like, they, I think it was a cheetah print, which would make me very, very New Jersey out this piece. Okay, I know. Makes no sense if you really think about it. Oh my gosh, it, it was like what? I, I, okay, I got a question for you. Have yeah. you seen um? Oh, the hell's the name of that stupid show? Tiger King. Oh, you know I have. That's why I was like. So I haven't watched it. Yet. Oh, you haven't watched it? You should listen to the podcast I have not first. It. I would listen to the podcast because I listened. I didn't know it was a podcast, and then I listened to the podcast after I watched it, and I was just like, "Okay, so this makes a lot more sense." He's a terrible piece of shit person. <laughs> so He's a terrible person. I, re- I refuse. I refuse. I'm like, yo, I'm not watching this. And then, like, as time goes on, I hear more and more stuff. I'm like, ah, fine, fuck it. I'll just watch the goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a year, a year late. Mm-mm. A year late. Just like I did Game of Thrones, just like I did everything else. Oh, you! Oh, that's right. You didn't watch it when it was on. You were like binged all of it. It was like, oh, yeah. Which everyone thought was the oldest person thing ever to to live tweet a show that's like ten years old. It's like, uh, child, I 
started watching Game of Thrones. I think it was like in the second or third season because of the people's yeah. couch. It was this show on Bravo where they would like have people come and watch shows. And they would watch Bravo shows, but they would also watch a lot of stuff. And one of them was Game of Thrones. And literally everybody on the show was like, yes, fuck Joffrey. Fuck his ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I guess I need to watch the show. Because I'm like, I don't know what y'all talking about. And then I binge like three seasons and went, yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in for this now. Let me tell you, I'm happy that I didn't watch it when it came out. Because I'd have been all the way pissed off oh. watching this shit like live. Like the last season, it was just like if... I wasn't recording with Brandon. I wouldn't have watched it. I'm like, or I wouldn't have like talked about it. I was like, oh, I can't talk. It, it it was so draining. I was like, y'all, it's just a show. And I'm like, just because of this, he is not making any more of those books. Like they just talked about the, I think it came out about the prequel. And I was like, yeah, that tale, title means fuck y'all. Cause he's like, fuck mm. y'all. What I need to, these books were for the show. Like he had these books and then he stopped making the books. Like by the last two seasons so they ain't have no material and it was like this don't make no sense well when the author stops making the books what you supposed to do this isn't true blood <laughs> and they had plenty of books but the books for true blood were better the yeah i heard uh, like i and like someone was like lafayette was supposed to die like season like he was he was, was like, he was killed off in the book see that's another one i need to get back on like also and tara was not supposed to be black it's like I ain't gonna argue it. <laughs> it's supposed to be some white redhead, and they made her black. Which Charlene Harris, the author, she was like, "I'm fine with that." She's like, "I that kind of shit does not bother me." She is not Anne Rice because Anne Rice did not want Tom Hank Tom Cruise as Lestat. She said he actually is a terrible choice. And then the movie came out, and she's like, "Let me just eat this humble pie real quick." Because <laughs> she really didn't. She was like very vocal about how she fucking thought Tom Cruise was awful. It was like, we can oh, say she's it. like, he's a terrible choice. It's like she is, he's not what I think of when I see Lestat. And then everybody loved him in the movie, and she's like, maybe I should have just sat over here and ate my food because, <laughs> like, uh, uh, y'all got this one, right? And it was like. <laughs> I was in here like, girl, like, it's so good. But honestly, the book is really good too. And I'm glad they didn't do what they did in the book because Claudio was supposed to be like three or four or five years old, Ew. not 12, the way she is. And everybody's like, that's a big deal. I'm like, y'all would be pissed if you read the book because she was supposed to be five. That made more sense when they're like, we can't keep her alive. <laughs> she has to die because <laughs> yeah. look at this. It's like, yeah. Yes, that yep. Okay. Yeah. I this is not a Spider-Man episode, it's a Batman episode, but God, do I hate that? <laughs> do I first hate those? Everybody was just like, who's the best um Spider-Man? It's definitely like not Toby Maguire. Those films are awful. Yeah, I hope you're recording right now because I agree with that. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me just say this because Toby Maguire was a fantastic Peter Parker. He was not a good Spider-Man. There's there was a huge difference between the two. Like I thought Toby, I thought Toby McGuire was great when he played Peter Parker. I get everything mm. that he did. Um, I love the fact that if, if if not for him, there wouldn't be a a need or um, I shouldn't say a need. There wouldn't have been a desire for more comic book movies from Marvel. So yeah, they um they took something and turned it into a franchise. They also put out the because of these movies, like we took, oh, we don't need 
a costume superhero movie where the whole thing is mm-hmm. revolving around their powers. Great right. idea. Respect everything he does. It was mm-hmm. great. However, <laughs> comma. <laughs> However, comma. comma. <laughs> exactly. However, comma. He was not a good Spider-Man. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I didn't really like. I see your point about him being Peter Parker. I was like, he's too fucking old for this. He looks 45. I'm in, I'm in college. I'm in high school. What in the 21 Jump Street hell are y'all talking about? It's like, what is this? It's like, who, girl, get this shit off my TV screen. I hate it. And everybody liked the first one. I was just sitting here like, I don't like this movie. The second one I liked better, but it was because of Doc Ock. I thought he was a great Doc, oh yeah, absolutely. Like it was the villain. It was the villain for me. I was like, oh, he's the best part of this. And then number three was just like, yeah, I don't, ass, I don't. Ass. Girl, what are y'all doing? Let me tell you. It was I, just like, what are y'all doing? I love Norman. Norman was my guy. Like his oh, yeah. whole, like when um, there's one scene in particular which I think is one of the greatest scenes in comic book movie history. Mm-hmm. When he's got the um the drink in his hand mm-hmm. and he's going from like Norman to Green Osborne, Norman to Green Osborne, and he just like mm-hmm. flips the um the drink over to the wall. Yeah. Like that was I was like, yo, that was good shit. But again, it's Willem, mm-hmm. it's it's Willem Dafoe. So I get it. But again, those it's the villains that make oh god, when we get into um your boy Christian Bale, I am going to take a huge poo-poo. On those um, Dark Knight movies. Oh please, oh, please do. Okay, so we're going to just start now. <laughs> um, Y'all, this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We're starting with that Spider-Man shit. Because I, I, you know what? You know what? Y'all, I don't care. That little boy from the UK is Spider-Man. Not, not the second one. I'm talking about the one right now. I'm Tom Holland. I'm about to say, because the other one's... Uh, it, Andrew uh, Garfield is from where? I think he's um, British as well. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm all fine about some of the Brits playing comic book characters. Tom happens, it's it's Holland. I'm about to call him Tom Hiddleston. No, no, that's Loki. So yeah, Tom Holland, He, I was like, thank you. It is a teenage Batman. I'm sorry, Spider-Man. I'm like, good. This makes so much, he made so much more sense. Hell, even the animated Spider-Man was better than Toby Maguire. Like, oh my God, I could be Spider-Man. Oh, like, it was, te- I was like, this is not, y'all, please, please leave me the hell alone. <laughs> it was like, can y'all go to eternal hell with this? I'm like, I can't do it. And it's like, you know, it's bad when we have to literally recreate Spider-Man every 10 years. It's like, okay, so we're going to do this again. I'm like, you know, if y'all did this right the first time, we won't have to do it. But, you know, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for X-Men. So we'll get the right height Wolverine. As much as I enjoy him, Wolverine is like a little angry. He's an angry little man with claws. Well, if you like, I actually wrote an article for the website that I write for about the 10 mm-hmm. things we need from Wolverine and MCU. Mm. Is one of them the correct height? Uh, no, because <laughs> I, I because that seems like a given. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think certain I things don't really matter. I was just like, Oh, that's right. He ain't no six foot fault, hot ass Australian guy. It's like that's right. He sure isn't. No, he's a he's a five foot three Canadian. It's like, oh God. I'm like, I, I need an angry little man that's gonna play this angry little man. And as much as I like the Logan movie, which 
Far and Away is one of the best X-Men movies. And it's not even, it don't even really feel like an X-Men movie. If you really think about it, it was just like, this is just a good movie, but it just made you sad. Like, oh, they killed Wolverine. What the fuck? I'm sorry, spoiler alert if y'all haven't seen it. Dog, it's been like three years. I Maybe mean, I... Yeah, I still haven't watched Joker yet. I'm like, I haven't even worked my way up to doing it. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm not doing this. Like, I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna. No, no, mm-mm. nope, nope. No, nope. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yep. Like, I didn't, I didn't like the movie. I was bored to tears. I, if I never saw it, I'd be okay. I would still be okay. Okay. I just, I did, I didn't give a flying fuck about that movie. The first. 60% of that movie mm-hmm. was 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 dry as hell. Really? Like, okay. Yeah. I, I still haven't seen it. And I like when I saw the um trailers, I was like, yeah, I kind of don't care about this. I was like, I don't sure if like we can keep giving different backstories to the Joker, but yeah, we don't care. Because quite frankly, uh, whatever it meant, whatever one we get. If it's Jack Nicholson, Mark Hamill as the animated Joker, or if Heath Ledger, um, yeah, Heath Ledger was the first one that actually scared the fuck out of me. It was like, okay, so yeah, he's a maniac and he's crazy. Like Jared Leto, yeah. I guess. It's like, I, yeah. See, all right, I'm going to say this. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. say this and you may look. You may look at me sideways. Oh Lord. Jared Leto's Jared Leto's Joker was only scary because he looks like the type of dude you don't leave your girl around with an empty drink. <laughs> that is oddly specific, but also I guess I couldn't understand he looks, that. He look he looks rapey. Um, <laughs> like he he looks very like touchy touchy. But like it was He does not look like Jordan Catalano. And every time I look at him, I'm like, that's Jordan Catalano acting. What the hell? They're like so that's not his name. I don't give a good goddamn what his name is. That is Jordan Catalano. <laughs> Yo, every time I listen to your show and you get that voice, all I can think about is coming to America. Well, <laughs> what? Like, like, I swear to you, like, yo. <laughs> like, you be going off on these, you be going off sometimes, and it sounds like Eddie Murphy in Arsenio Hall arguing with each other. <laughs> They're like, Robert Costello. Robert Costello. It's like that's He's like, his mama call him, so I'ma call him. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, the points are made, but you know. So y'all, mind you, I already said we're started, but the voice you hear is my buddy who on the East Coast. Now, for our pod, podcast cousin groups, we are the East Coasters. We're the ones that are like. It's so funny because we, we podcast with everybody all over the country. So sometimes you have to ask, like, I'm sorry, where are you? Like, I got the opportunity to record in that episode. You guys are probably hearing it because um, by the time this episode comes out, that episode should be out. But I got to talk to Deanna and Indra from the Family Karma cast, and they are on Mountain Time. And so when they say, oh, yeah, this time on Mountain Time, I was like, what the fuck is Mountain Time? I'm like, I, I was like. I had to like Google it and I was like, okay, so I think I'm two hours in front of you. I think they're like, yeah, no, 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 no. That's right. I'm like, oh, okay. Cause I was like, is it mountain time or GMT? And I was like, I thought that was like, I don't know why I made up gross mountain time. I'm like, what the hell, Stephanie? What do you make shit up for? I was like, I was like, 
where am I? I'm like, oh, I'm like, let me just Google mountain time. So I'm used to our time, Eastern. I'm used to Central and I'm used to Pacific. But throw anything else in, I'm like, where the fuck are you? Europea, where are you? It's like, uh, I don't know. Love me, love me through it, beloved. <laughs> love me through it, beloved. But the person you're hearing is Wade from the Old Man Wade Show. Welcome back. It's been a minute, but I put this up and I was like, I need Wade. I'm like, Wade, I need you. <laughs> Wade, how are you doing? How is the Old Man Wade Show? How many times has someone said, damn it, Wade, to you in the last week? Let me tell you, in my real life, it's just like, I swear to you, if I had a dollar every time a woman said you're Aggie, <laughs> I wouldn't need to work ever again in my life. Not <laughs> like, Aggie. <laughs> I, I was talking to my um my homegirl, uh, who's actually in the uh, the Black Podcasters group, um, Nanda. Mm-hmm. She's she's like one of my closest friends in the world, my twin. And uh, we were laughing and joking at something I said. I was like, Aggie Man Wade? I'm like, yeah, Aggie Man Wade. That, that, oh, that man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, we can't rename your show anymore. It's like it's not gonna turn into Aggie Wade. If you want to do a spin-off show, it's like from open on the old man Wade network. It's Aggie Wade. Let me tell what y'all what the fuck I said this week. Let me tell you what I saw at work this week. Fuck y'all bitches. I was like, yeah, I can hear that. I can hear Aggie Wade all all all, all the time. So just be a segment called maybe a segment called So This Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, dude, they be like. Damn, what the fuck happened at your job? I'm like, child, I got a, I got a story every week. Hell, every, every day. Funny. I could like stockpile stories and just tell y'all all of them for the week. Let me tell you, if if I didn't work at a hospital, mm. I would air, I would air out the stuff that happens, but I I can't yeah. because like you know patients and stuff like that. And I wouldn't want anybody right. to put their business out there like that. Right. But if I did, whoo. Oh, oh, believe me, I know, because I, I work for a health system, too. So I'm like, yeah, there's stuff that I can't say, but believe me, because I work in HR and I see people say stuff on Internet and I'm sitting here like, hey, hi, HR person here. You can't fucking do that. Please stop that. It's like, you can't do that. Um, they're like, I, don't, I don't know why you got this person fired. Um, hi, HR person. I can tell you exactly why they're fired. There is no a screen cap. Right. It's like there's no company on this planet that does not have a morality clause in their policies that you sign when you start working there. There's no company that does not have like a zero tolerance on physical assault, physical violence in any way. You are not going to be able to keep your job. It's like, I don't know where you're, I'm like, oh man, it was just a little slap. I'm like, so hi, HR person here, him, zero tolerance. You cannot fight. Okay, you cannot be on the Facebook. And let me just say, and it's not even always Twitter getting people fired. Have you noticed that it's people's Facebook pages? They were like, do you see what the fuck he put on Facebook? Now it's like you have employers that'll be like, yeah, so you, can you pull up your social media for me? Social media, what's that? I ain't gonna. It's like, I don't know, but they pull it up and they look at it. Well, I think I changed my name to what it is now. No one, it's funny how many people go looking for me. Like, oh, I can't find you on Facebook. I'm like, and you won't. And you will not. <laughs> like, good, I don't good blame luck you. trying to find my real name. Yeah, because I mean, back in the day for Facebook, it was like it was only for college students, and you had to have an official EDU email. Also, you couldn't put nicknames. Now that people can take nick- put nicknames on there, they do, or they change their name completely. But you know, there's some others that just like I put my whole government name and I'll say 
fuck, fuck these niggers and, you know, string them up, lock her up, send them people back to the country. It's like, baby, we can see this. And oh it's, my God. it's like, we can see it. We can see you. We, we are not in up in the tree with the Care Bears with our eyes closed as a, as a lion comes up. We're not going to, we can still fucking see you. Okay. We can see you. Yo, two things. One, I have a, I have about about half a dozen like friends that are cops, and he goes, "You have mm. no idea." He goes, "You have no idea how easy it is to solve crimes when all you have to do is look up their socials." Hello, and hello. <laughs> Again, number one drug dealer, two bags of coke. Like you, ding dong. Like, what? do y'all know how this works? It's like, do you remember that story about that guy who was like on Facebook bragging that he didn't show up? Like to turn himself in, the cops were like, "Hey, hi, we're still waiting for you. Show your ass up." It's like <laughs> the same. Day, this ain't the Dave Chappelle skit. I was like, "Wait a minute, why are you on Facebook saying, yeah, I'm avoiding the cops?'" Nutty nigga. What? This is not a group chat. What is wrong with you? Anyway, that's not why we're here. So, a couple weeks ago, I put up on Twitter my sub, and I put subjective because a lot of people were like, you know, when people put like wrists and list and ranking of things and they just go yeah mm-hmm. this is the list don't argue with me i'm like so your list is flawed so i'm gonna argue which is why i titled it my subjective ranking of the best to worst batman now there are some people that are left off also now that i'm thinking about it i also left off will arnett who is lego batman he's not a terrible batman but when I think of Batman, I don't think of Lego Batman, even though he was good in the Lego movie. I still haven't seen Lego Batman, but I feel like honorable mention goes to Will Arnett often. Yeah, so that's why I still haven't seen it yet, mind you. I have Disney Plus, so I can fucking watch it. Sorry. So sidebar, I finally watched Mulan, the live action. Loved it. And I yeah, I did too. I was like, I kind of like this. It's like, why were y'all like shitting on this? Because it didn't have no, you know, dragon with a black scent and no songs. Oh, like, also, uh, what's the name? Diedrich Bader was, is uh, Batman and Harley Quinn, but, you know, just an audible mention. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause I haven't seen that. Is that, that's the, um, that's the animated show, right? Yeah. And let me tell you, you will love the shit out of it. And Brandon said the same thing. Cause he was like, you should be watching this. It's so good. I'm like, Oh, I'd be, I'd be missing it. Cause it was on DC universe. I got to look and see. Cause you know, I think something happened or has happened or is going to happen to DC Universe. HBO Max brought a lot of DC stuff over, hence why Batman the Animated Series and Batman Beyond is now on HBO Max. I'm waiting for them to add the Superman um, cartoon and Justice League. Justice League Unlimited. I like both of the carnations, but with our respect to our context of the um, discussion of Batman, in Justice League Unlimited, it's an epilogue to how Batman Beyond actually ends. And I kind of, it was like, well, what the hell? Mm-hmm. I was like, this makes, this is a lot going on for this explanation, but mm-hmm. still fair. <laughs> it's like yeah. fair, fair. And don't even get me started on that. That, that there's, a, there's a particular episode when they do the Batman Beyond thing mm-hmm. where Batman, like they're talking about his, uh, when Amanda Waller's talking about his last um, like one of his last missions is Batman, like mm-hmm. he's getting older, mm-hmm. and he had to go sit with that little girl till she died. Yeah, that, yeah. Just, that still makes me tear up because it's super sad. Like, it is yeah. an adult for a cartoon like that, right? I was like, this is heavy, and 
Um, as much as I shit on Suicide Squad, my friend took me to the IPIC theater for my birthday to go see it, which is why I'm like, when did it come out? It came out in August, ask me how I know, because I went on my birthday to go see this, either my birthday weekend or my actual birthday. She took me to IPIC. And going, the experience of the theater is literally the best part of that movie. Mm-hmm. The other, other good part about that, Viola Davis was a good Amanda Waller. But it's, it's Viola Davis. You it's know like, what I mean? I, I mean, you don't expect anything less. It's like, hell, homegirl eats up, she ate up scenery on Law & Order SVU. I'm like, God damn, I forgot she was on this too. Mm-hmm. I was like, that man, shout out to my birthday twin, who is Viola Davis. I'm like, ma'am, just put her, just give her, just, she got an Oscar nomination. I'm trying to think if she won for um, the movie that she was in with Meryl Streep and she was only in there for 10 minutes. And that girl got an Oscar nomination for 10 whole minutes out of a two hour movie. I say, bitch, now you know that you are an actor when you can spend 10 minutes in a movie now. Oh, we'll just give her a best supporting nomination. It's like, yep, for Fences in 2017. She, yeah, she got it for Fences. The movie, I'm trying to think, it was a movie where Meryl Strip played a nun and Bio Davis's son was, um, Molested by one of the priests. Uh, doubt. Thank you, thank you. And it was it was early in the movie too, so it was just like, God damn, how good do you have to be? It's like shit. <laughs> anyway, um, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I just like mentioning Viola Davis because, God damn, that woman is beautiful. Oh, don't and get me started. Talented. She, is, she is and she's absolutely. and she's my birthday twin. She is a Leo. We and don't expect a- anything less. And she's on the list too. Viola Davis is she's gorgeous. It's like, yeah, you we are not serial killers. Thank you, Gemini's. Y'all cover that list. Um as a Scorpio, yeah. I'm as a Scorpio, I feel triggered. Oh my god, you're a Scorpio. When is yes. your birthday? November 7th. My father's is November 8th. You probably would enjoy him. <laughs> my so, dad is hilarious. Oh my god. So, so back to your flawed list. <laughs> I know, but can I just tell you what, can I just tell you that everybody found a flaw with everything after number one. So I'm like, y'all are real ones. Cause nobody said, uh, uh-uh, uh, that shouldn't be the top. And I'm like, no one's, no one came to me and said, uh, uh-uh, uh, number one, what the fuck? Everybody was just like, yeah. So two through seven, we have an issue. <laughs> we have an issue. We have an issue, but everybody knows who number one is. So I'm going to give everybody my subjective ranking of the best of worst Batmans. Yes, I left out Dietrich Batter by by omission, by um, failed to remember. Not really because, and also I've never seen it. Um, and I left off Will Arnett for Lego Batman. I liked him in the Lego movies. I should have put him on there. And Ben Affleck because, well, he was in the Justice League and y'all know how the fuck I feel about the Justice League. I would not take any uh, Ben Affleck as Batman slander. I, I I will not take it, but but when it's my turn to talk, yeah, I will voice my opinion. That's that's fine. It's like if y'all, I'm like, I, yeah, I, I I'm sorry, y'all, that I left off Batfleck. I am really sorry that I should, you know, I'm sorry. I'm like y'all right. I should at least put him at number eight. I'm sorry. He he would he would still been number seven out of eight because the person at the bottom, he would be like. Points are made. Like, I don't know what to tell y'all. So this is my list. So number one is Kevin Conroy, who was the voice of Batman from Batman the Animated Series. 
let me just say that I don't even think he should be on this list because he is um, the God Batman. I don't even think we should mention him just because he is that good. It's a, it's like that's why talk- he's number one. I'm like, there's no way that it's going to go downhill from this. It's like it's like talking about like attractive people and just like, oh, well, Holly Berry, Selma Hayek, and Idris Elba. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Yeah, we know Idris <laughs> is going to be on it. Like, who's sexy? If yeah. Idris is not on your list, you are an op. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm like. I'm like, so why? I'm like, yo, so why? But I'm like, I had to put him number one based on respect because it's like. He was bad. Oh, and also, I think he was the voice in Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. So it was, was like, the, yeah, I was like, yeah, he's the goat. And Kevin the Arkham Roy. And the Arkham, um, the Arkham video games as well. Oh, see, the goat. It's like, there's no yeah. question who number one is. It's like, if he's not number one on your list, then you don't like Batman. For real. I said it. I, I, that I will say, like, don't at me. Number one, Kevin Conroy. Number two, Michael Keaton. Um, number three. And this is mostly because he literally see he's one of the first. He's not the first. Um, he's the first live action movie Batman, Adam West. He was not the first. So if you do your Googles and Wikipedias, um, mm-hmm. Lewis Wilson and Robert Lowry played Batman before him in in the forties. But of course we're we're old, but we not that damn old. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, for me, the first person I remember being on Batman is like Adam West. It's kind of like, even though everyone knows who Christopher Reeve is, not S, Reeve, <laughs> as yeah. Superman, there are Supermans before him. But for a lot of people, Christopher Reeve is Superman. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Brandon, you are not. That fucking Superman movie was terrible. Sorry, which, we're not which here. One? Which one? The one with Brandon Routh. It's like, oh, better yet. Moving on, moving on. Right, I was like, and Superman shot up my club and now I have a kid. Bitch, fuck you, okay? (laughs) It's like, bitch, fuck you. It's like, fuck this and fuck you. And it's like, you know what? Y'all make me so goddamn sick. Fuck you. So first of all, fuck (sighs) you. That's it. Where is Candace's, where's her phone? I need that text that says, go to eternal hell. Let me that tell you that movie. I hate that movie. Yo, me and my homegirl, uh, we went to go see this movie, and the whole movie we just kept laughing because like his curl didn't move like the what? whole the whole time, and we could not oh, stop. Damn. Like dog, he was in the water, curl perp, curl in front of his hair, perfect. Just not up. A- I was like, oh, so fuck this. Okay, I hate this movie, but then I also. But then, you know, Superman came back and I was like, he is kind of fine though, but he need to not talk off screen. Like he, yeah, he can just not say anything off screen. Don't say, oh my God, it's so hard for me, an extremely attractive white man to um, date. I'm talking about Henry Cavill, hunky Cavill or fat Cavill that he used to be called when he was a kid. I'm like, bitch, we don't care. We don't care about you and your terrible childhood. Shut, quote unquote, shut the hell up. Uh, but Henry Cavill flies hell. <laughs> he is so fine. And when he was in Mission Impossible, that when he got up and he had them two chests and he had, I'm like, oh, bitch, we getting a, oh, oh, bitch, we got a movie. And then the, <laughs> like, and then the Witcher. I haven't watched this yet. See, that's another thing I haven't watched. I haven't watched The Witcher. You'll just watch it for the thirst traps in there. Let me tell you. I, I mean, points are made because. Well, that's why I watch a lot of anything that Lewis Tan is in. Like, guys, I'm like, I don't care. They're like, they bring it back Mortal Kombat. I'm sitting here like, yeah, 
like that first we butchered that movie when we were on Watch oh. Serious. Um so yeah, we definitely butchered that movie, but I'm all in for April 2021 when Mortal Kombat comes back because fucking Lewis Tan is in the movie. Like y'all, I don't give a goddamn. Okay. I know what I said. I said what I said, but also Lewis Tan is fine as fuck, and I'm not gonna do this with y'all. I know. Love me through it, beloved. Anyway, so we're gonna go back to my list. <laughs> Number four is Christian Bale. And I'm gonna get, I'm going to yield the floor to. <laughs> Y'all can't see him doing this, but I'm going to yield the floor to actually no, I'm gonna finish the list and then we're gonna have our discussion. So number five is Will Friedle, aka Eric Matthews, aka the voice of Toby Terry McGinnis from Batman Beyond. So when I said it, it's like when I made this list at first, that's why I put like the ones I knew that were animated people. I'm like, let me put why I put there. Number six, I put Val Kilmer, and number seven, I put George Clooney. Now, Val Kilmer's best role was in Willow. I said what the fuck I said. Val Kilmer's best role was in MacGruber. <laughs> wow. I mean, can we talk about Top Gun? I mean, for me, it's like I, I enjoy him the most in Willow. I don't know why. Top Gun is ass. Oh, that, that movie. Y'all, I ain't seen nothing. I ain't that, seen movie, that movie isn't even. That movie's a whole ass cheek. <laughs> and not even like a pinky in her prime or like the Cherokee or like obsession ass that Top Gun is wow. Top Gun is a uh, fuckboy forty five ass like like that oh. movie. That movie is god awful. Oh no! I might be like I'm so offended. I I don't care. But old, <laughs> like, but I'm like old man Wade calm on Twitter at me. Because all I'm gonna, because all I'm gonna do to Girl, all your what the hell? They're like, why does he hate Top Gun? Girl, I don't know. I was like, I, I didn't know. I don't know how we got here, but y'all niggas is half ass like one booty cheek. Well, I, I mean, I I said fuck the first Spider Man movie, so you know y'all can hit me up. But I'm like, no, those those movies fucking suck. Okay, they suck ass. They suck ass. <laughs> it's like they are terrible. As Allegedly, it's Top Gun, according to Old Man Wade. Okay, so that is my list. <laughs> so Wade responded, um, mm-hmm. and he said, I ain't even mad. It's a good list. I go Kevin Conroy, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, Adam West. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, where's the babe? Man, I mean, I don't know. But because uh, I was like, I, in good conscience, I couldn't put Ben over Michael Keaton. I'm like, I, I couldn't. I just enjoy Michael Keaton. And also... The, the whispers of him actually um, coming back to be Batman in this, at his age, his big ass age. And it might be in a Batman beyond way. I'm like, yeah, so I'm here for this. I'm all in for Michael Keaton coming back. Okay. Absolutely. So go ahead with your Christian Bale slander. He ready. He sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just tell you, it was like, he sucked. I mean, and like that's, right. he sucked. That's the tweet. Like, so let, let me just say this. When when um, Christian Bale was not in the Batman costume, he was a ten, absolutely. Mm, okay, he played the hell out. He made me believe that like he was the the like the stereotypical Bruce Wayne, like mm-hmm. someone who like played the Playboy role. It was super rude to his guests and his employees, but realistically, when they all left, he was all Batman. Like I truly, you know how they always say like. All right, Batman the Animated Series. When um, ba- when, um, 
Bruce thought he was going crazy. Mm-hmm. And the guy kept calling him Bruce. And Terry was like, How'd you know I was how'd you know you wasn't going crazy? He goes, he kept calling me Bruce, Bruce in my mind. And I don't call myself Bruce in my mind. And he's it's, like, What do you call yourself? And he's and like, He just looked at Oh. <laughs> he's like, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed having Bruce and Batman Beyond. I I really do. It was it was perfect. It's so good. The 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 move from Batman animated situation because even because mind you guys, if you haven't seen all of it, it's on HBO Max right now. It all of the seasons, yeah. Batman and Batman Beyond are on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what inspired me to do this because they had brought it. I think it was on either January. I think it was January first is when it um came out, and I was just binging it. Um, the last season, kind of like the last season of X-Men, you can tell by the animation. The animation looks different, but also the story's a little bit different. Um, well, actually, no. X-Men, their last season, the animation looks entirely different than it does for the other few seasons. And it ends in this weird way. Um, Batman, um, it the animation does look a little different, but it's more of the drawings of the characters look different. Like Joker okay. looks different. Poison Ivy looks totally different. Is this Harley the one Quinn? that I um, uh, with um, Tim Joker. Drake? Oh, this okay, is last okay. season when Tim Drake gets here and then um, Dick Grayson becomes Nightwing. That's all in the last season. And every, yeah. even Barbara Gordon, everybody, yeah. So yeah, the whole animation is different because even Bruce looks different. Yeah, it's like everybody looks different. It's like why are they drawn like this? They have more of a, a triangular chin yeah, as yeah. opposed to a prominent like square, uh, rectangle or square that we were used to. Yeah, I was like, I, and I was like, oh, that's right. Because when I was watching, I was like, when does Tim, I don't know why I thought it was like, it would come, like they had left and came back and like restarted it, but it was like straight through. And it was like, yeah, when does Tim Drake get here? Because there was a time when they were calling the show Batman and Robin because they had the intro that was like Batman and Robin. It was like it was like four episodes and then they went, let's just go back to the original one because apparently this is making y'all nervous and y'all are y'all getting confused. We're, it's still Batman the animated series, y'all. Exactly. Like, you're right. So. All right, so, Tim, okay. So I just didn't like, and I don't think it's to any fault of Christian Bale because Christian Bale's a phenomenal actor. I'll mm-hmm. never take that away from him. Right. I didn't like the first Batman Begins, but again, a lot of that didn't have to do with him. Him. It was I didn't like the woman who was playing Rachel. She was ass. Um, uh, I forget the, uh, the guy who played Alfred. I can never remember his name. Um, Michael Caine. Yeah. Michael Caine. He's gonna do his thing always, and he was a he was a great Alfred. Mm-hmm. But whenever, but it's like the journey. I didn't. I wasn't really feeling him in that journey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then when he put the costume on, it was just bad to me. Fast forward to Dark Knight. When he wasn't in costume, I thought he was great. But every time he put that costume on, I'm like, dog, please. just. So just, can just I just stop. tell you that I thought, it, like, as much as I like Liam Neeson, because I had to go, I pulled up the Wikipedia, y'all, when he was talking about it. So Rachel Dawes was played by Katie Holmes. They also recasted Rachel Dawes with um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so this is a stupid fucking character, okay, guys? We can stop. I was like, who the fuck is Rachel Dawes? And I'm like, y'all are digging in the crates with this. Y'all really are. Y'all digging in the crates with Rachel Dawes. Liam Neeson playing Rachel Gould was just like, so I have a lot. So yeah. first of all, yeah. no, you're not going to get this violent Irishman that want to beat up black people for stick to play Rachel Gould. 
It's like, so are we going to, we're going to say it? Are we going to say it? No, we're not going to say, oh, okay, great. I love how y'all can't typecast characters correctly, but every brown person is a terrorist. And here it is. Rachel Gould actually is a terrorist. And you, okay, let me shut up. Let me, because I, I was like, as much as I got Gleam, I'm like, this is a bad choice. It was a very bad choice. So, this is literally like a lot of brown men, a lot of Middle Eastern and or um, Muslim men, because being Muslim and Middle Eastern are not synonymous, y'all. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I could think of a lot of people and a lot of them are a lot more fine. <laughs> well, I'm I think sorry, it's a, that's rude. <laughs> I think it's a little, I think it's a little easy. I will, okay. I, I first off, let me say, I agree with you hundred percent. I also will say that it's a little easier now to mm-hmm. find actors with um granted the internet was on was about the same, but yeah. I feel like now people are putting more of an effort into finding a more diverse cast. Cause this let's, let's look at Tom Hardy, who I absolutely loved as Bane. Oh. Bane's Bane's um if I'm not mistake, mistaken, he's um Central American or South American. Real oh, okay. Okay. Like I know he's I know he's from a Spanish speaking country. That much I know. So like Tom Hardy playing them and giving them like this like weird like um weird voice. (laughs) What are y'all going? I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Who is this? And why are the Steelers in this fucking movie? (laughs) I was like, you know what, Gotham is not Pittsburgh. (laughs) Yo, wait until you see Harley Quinn and how much they make fun of the do this and I'll do that voice. It's 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 perfect. Yeah. Anyway, so I remember when I was talking about like Metropolis, I, I said it to um, one of my comic book friends. I'm like, I feel like Gotham's supposed to be more New York, and then Metropolis is supposed to be more LA. And he was like, Well, Chicago's in there too. And I was like, Huh? But none of that is Pittsburgh. So I want to know, Christopher Nolan, why the fuck are those Steelers in there? <laughs> I I, I want to say they were supposed to be the Gotham Knights. Okay. It's, sad, it's sad that I know that, but um, yeah, because I'm like, because you know the with the cities, you're like it's based on different ones, but I think when shout out to my buddy Doug, he was like they're, you know, basically mongrel cities of different real cities, and we put them all together. Because whenever okay. I see Metropolis, I think about California and LA. I'm not mm-hmm. sure why, because I should also see a it's little bright. bit of New York because it's, it's, it it's real of- bright. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The sun's always shining, and like with Gotham, it's a little bit of Chicago because of like like the darkness, the noirness mm-hmm. to it. But all mm-hmm. the skyscraper, all the skyscrapers give you this like very New York kind of vibe. Like, yeah, because you know, it's like the Superman movies don't give me L.A. They give me New York based on, and I don't even know where they were filmed. I can look them up. It's not like it's hard to find. It's but, not that serious, right? It was like, but the movies didn't. Christopher Reeve movies didn't read California, but the the Superman animated series read California. So Absolutely. it's super weird. It was just like, even the one with Henry Cavill, it's like, that doesn't really read California either. It's so weird when I think about it. It was like, because mm-hmm. I feel like they were trying to make, because I think in that way, that's the only way that Batman and Superman not working that closely together all the time would make sense. There are other parts of the country. It's like, that's really the only way it would make sense. Except for like, all of a sudden they come together for the Justice League. It's like. Well, I remember there was a couple of, um, in the comic books, they do work together. And it's funny when Bruce shows up in Metropolis 
and mm-hmm. he ends up stopping a crime and Superman's like, you know, I could have handled this. He was like, ah, I was around. You know what I mean? So they are yeah. close. I, I always assume that uh, Gotham and Metropolis were all were as close as like DC and New York. Mm, okay. You know what I mean? Like okay. a 45 minute like Excella train, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Type of deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can see that. So, and so then we fast forward to Dark Knight Rises, which and I know I'm going to get shit for this. Dark Knight Rises is my favorite out of the three. It felt... And I kind of like that. I, I, I agree. Heath Ledger brought it. It was like, God Oh, no, no. Jesus. Dark Knight Rises, not Dark Knight. The one with oh, Bane. oh, sorry. The one with Bane but, is my favorite. Bane. Oh, okay. And I think a lot of it had to do with... And one of my friends put it best when he said, that movie did not need Batman at all. He goes, they should have retitled that movie mm. as... A, yeah, and he was like, they should have retitled that movie Gotham Rises because if anything, it was really the Gotham City, um, the people of Gotham City rising up to defeat Bane more than it was Batman. Like, sure, at the end of the movie, he took the bomb away, yada, 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 and defeated mm-hmm. Bane. Yeah. But realistically, if you think about it, you take Batman out of that movie, how how much is really being changed? Um, yeah, and also the, the bringing up of Robin, but not the Dick Grayson Robin, not the Tim Drake Robin. But John Blake, where everybody's like, oh, he's Robin. I'm like, see, this is for a lot of Christopher Nolan stuff when he's pulling people out of the crates are for a lot of people who read the comic. Because I was like, wait, did they just make this up? I was like, or is this in the comics? And most people were like, no. Um, is there a John Blake in the comics? If you're asking I me, like, I have no idea. Because it was just like, because they and it left it so open, like, oh, we can do another move if you really wanted to. But you know how he is. But then Marianne Cotillard played Talia, which was Rachel Gould's daughter. And I'm like, so, so we're, y'all going to keep doing this. Okay. Y'all going to keep, y'all going to have this brown woman playing his daughter. Not that she can't be biracial, y'all. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is Liam's white ass was her daddy. <laughs> I, I, just, she I, be, I enjoyed she her. She could be mixed. mixed. She could be mixed. She could be biracial. I get it. I kind of liked her as Talia, but it's to Batman animated series Talia. So there's that Batman the animated series. Everything about that about that it's a a step above everything else. Like I'm so glad that they didn't yank out the villain of Clayface because that would not have worked. It's kind of like Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face. It was like. And speaking, oh God, speaking of Batman Forever, I will not watch that movie again unless I'm unless I'm drunk. I the that of all the Batman movies, I think that may be the one that like it's like, oh, rank the movies you've watched the most. I'm like, okay, I may have seen Batman Forever twice. No, mm-hmm. I'll say I said like maybe like four times. But like I've seen Batman and Robin at least six times in the last like three years. I love that movie. It is stupid, it is goofy. It is campy. It is slapsticky. It is absolutely horrible. But God damn it, doesn't make me laugh. So, <laughs> so for Batman Forever, the saving grace of that movie is Jim Carrey. Absolutely, he was like absolutely. perfect cast casting for Riddler. The perfect casting. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face is whack as fuck. However, um, Two Face in The Dark Knight Rises was spectacular. Superb. But it's not as bad. It's it's like I wish they could have gave more into the time, like mm-hmm. his creation, like they do in Batman the animated series. But as we can see in animated movies, they have 
an animated series, they have more time and they can flesh more stuff out because this is a mm-hmm. show. This was a movie. And it's like, I thought the um, the makeup for um, The Dark Knight Rises was like, thank you, because that's what Two-Face is supposed to look like. His face is not supposed to be just a little red with like a rouged up eyebrow. <laughs> I was like, why does his hair look like that? That don't make no sense, y'all. Look like he took head. a shot and it came out the side of his mouth. I'm like, yo, right. little, was like, it was little things like that that made me appreciate everything they did with the villains in Dark Knight. Correct. It's, so correct. my issue with Val Kilmer is his stupid face. Like he always doesn't, he always, <laughs> I swear to you, the only movie. It's, it's the car, right? Chicks love the car. Like that's the best part of him in the whole movie. And it's like, that movie is like two hours, y'all. So the fact that I'm like, that's the best part of the movie. Anything that he ever said, it was like, this is dumb as hell. It's why like, and Why is his mouth always open? Why is Val Kim? No. It was just like, this is, and then you had Robin coming in and Robin wasn't, See, this is the other thing about, I know y'all were drumming all over the place, but <laughs> this is the other thing that was an issue for me was Chris O'Donnell as Robin. Now, why Chris, Tim, Tim Drake, Dick Grayson, he was a grown ass man playing Robin. I'm like, why are we not getting like a teenager fresh out of high school and or in college? But it was like, he looked like he was like 28 years old. He probably was, I don't know, Chris O'Donnell. His his age escapes me. It's like I don't, I don't know. He's like what, forty three in that movie. He was probably like in his twenties or thirties. Like yeah, like, he probably like, was. But it's like he looked. For me, it was just like I like that y'all bringing in Dick Grayson. But I was like, I don't like this Dick Grayson, and he wasn't all that believable. It's like yeah, Bruce, I'm gonna let you live with me. I'm like this man is a grown ass man. What the fuck is he living with you? You. You can't have a ward that is over 25. <laughs> that is not a ward that is a grown up. You're like, you're just going to let him live here. Yeah, and you can't be his sugar daddy. I'm like, I'm so confused. Yeah, you can't be, you can't be 25 and have like a, no, you can't be 30 and then have Batman be your, o, your OG. And he's my ward. I'm like, don't you, my have, ward. I feel like there is a age for this. I'm like, so no. And then also we get, Alicia Silverstone as was it Alicia not Silverstone? Alicia Silverstone. I'm sorry, that's in Batman and Robin, not Batman, not yeah, Batman and Robin. Sorry, yeah, in Batman Forever, we had the yeah. oh, and Nicole Kidman was in this being weird. She sucked. Oh, god, what was she? There was no point. And I'm like, her. I was just like, I don't understand. Like, why is she laying in the bed naked waiting for Batman? I'm like. I mean, let me and tell I, you. I'm like, I, I am serious about my work, but these legs will spread open for you, sir. What the hell is going on here? I mean, you can let, do both. I like the duality, t- sis. I like you being professional and saying, yeah, um, I want you to shoot up my club as well as I study you. I'm like, I, sure. I just let me, didn't get it. Let me tell you, if the wonder, if I could throw the Wonder Woman six signal up and Gal Gadot gonna come uh, flying, I'll be, I'll be in my room naked too. Like, like, let me just, let me put this little nice little, um, Poly cotton blend. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it could have been silk. I used to work in domestic. Well, like, just, like, just don't I don't hurt think me. that was full silk, but <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a blend, sis. That looked like a shiny, shiny, shiny cotton. Let me shut the hell up. See, yeah, that, that shit was that shit was rayon. It looks just like, girl, All right. ma'am. No, so we had 
one good villain in Batman Forever, and then uh, you know what? Let's let's rewind it all the way back since we're talking about the movie Batman. So the movie Batman's. So in the first Batman with Michael Keaton, the first one, the one from the eighties, not the one from Adam, not the Adam West one when they had one their Robin who literally was a kid like early late teens early 20s and he looked young but then Mm -hmm. they had literally like they had latino joker they had four different cat women's one of them being eartha kit one being julie newmar and it was just like and it was like it was a big deal because they had a black cat woman and a latino joker so it was like and they they rocked they rocked the house too right and they and they had a penguin and it was like they had real really good bunch of villains and they also worked more seamlessly and mm-hmm. it was like oh i love this because for everybody who doesn't know it's from 1966 what happened is is that they were like freeze drying people and turning them into colored dust <laughs> y'all i am not making this up google it do your googles please google it's batman the movie it's from 1966 starring adam west they literally dehydrated people and turned them to different color they dehydrated the um united nations and turned them into different colored dust. Like there was somebody who evaporated into yellow dust. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> it's like, yeah. what is this? And they had to, and you know, Batman is not just a billionaire, but he literally is like the smartest man on the planet. Like it's super weird when you're like, but isn't he just a rich white guy? Now all of a sudden he's like a chemist and he knows how to fix this shit. And it's like, what? That shark repellent the whole nine yards. Right. It was like, he right. Shark repellent had a boat. I was like, God, this is so. And they had all the one-liners. It was like, yeah, I feel. And the thwap, bam, whap. I was like, what the <laughs> hell is going on here? It's campy fun, love it. Anyway, so we're gonna start with 1989, which is Michael Keaton in the first Batman. The villain was the Joker. That is Jack Nicholson. God, MC. And, and it's like I, so good. Also, for everybody who is a Lewis Tan fan, his dad is in this movie. Um, his dad is a fight coordinator, but he also is in the movie towards the end. He had like, he's a short Asian guy, shaggy hair, leather jacket. And I was like, oh, that's your dad? Oh my God. I was like, oh. I was like, so yeah, he's a stunt coordinator and also an action star. So, um, and Batman Returns, we have Batman again. The, but best, his, the best Batman movie of all time. You had Lord Walken Christopher Walken being a piece of shit person, which was like, he could be a villain all by himself and he's not the villain. Um, But they had Michelle Michelle Pfeiffer Pfeiffer. as Catwoman. Gosh, it was like, geez Louise. I'm like, she's so fucking hot, this is ridiculous. And Danny DeVito as the Penguin. (laughs) He can still play the Penguin now. He He really could. He is so, he's so, he's so good. It was like, Uh I love this pairing of villains because I'm like, this is a good one. And it's like, when you look at Catwoman and you've seen the in, in, incantations or incarnations, because of course everybody knows Halle Berry, um, you know the animated ones. Um, people know Michelle Pfeiffer, I'm sorry, Selena Kyle or Catwoman is very conflicted. She's not a villain, 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 but she's mm-hmm. not a hero, hero, hero. She's kind of mm-hmm. like always in the middle. In the Adam West movies, she's more like a villain, villain, villain. Mm-hmm. But it's like three other, it's three people playing her, so that's fine. Um, yeah, so Christopher Walken played Max Shrek. He is the reason why she became Catwoman. The The origin story of Catwoman in that movie is like hilariously cute and campy, but 
I also kind of dig it. I'm like, you know, <laughs> you know what's funny about that is, is that movie came out oh, what ninety one or ninety two? Ninety two, yeah. So everything that Shrek did is some shit that we could see someone doing in two thousand twenty. Like seriously. <laughs> Like, can you but imagine? It's like he pushed her out a window. What the fuck? Man? It's like he just pushed her out the window, and it's like from the top of the floor, and she died. And here come all these cats chewing on her hands, and bam, she becomes a cat. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, I guess. God, cool. It's like, sure. I didn't. I didn't really dig into the the lore of the penguin or Oswald Cobblepot, as he is called. I didn't. But uh, Danny Vio was. He was great. I think this pairing was mm-hmm. amazing. So the then the cat and the penguin. Right. Um, so then they stopped, Michael Keaton stopped being Batman, which wah. then we have the buildup of Batman animated series. Then they have a movie called Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen it yet. It is on HBO Max. So the good thing about this, y'all, all of the Batman animated movies. Batman Beyond, Batman and Animated Series. It's all on HBO Max. I'm waiting for them to bring Justice League and Superman. So for everybody who didn't watch um, Batman Animated Series back in the day, the last season of Batman and like the first couple seasons of the Superman Animated Series overlap. And let me tell <laughs> and you- they, And they guest star on each other's show. I'm like, what the mm-hmm. hell? <laughs> and let me just tell you right now that Batman Animated Series still holds up over 20 years later. Like it's still, it's still, still it's so it, good. Yeah. And not even on some like, oh, it's a really good comic book cartoon. No, it's a really good 20 minute program. Period. Absolutely. That's why I'm so glad. I'm like, And I hope we don't get it in the future. Nobody bring Clayface to live action. It's not going to work. And also the man who um, voiced Clayface, I don't know if he's still with us. I'm like, yeah, it's not going to work. Like, Clayface would not work live action. I don't think he would. But hell, when they brought the Sandman onto Spider-Man 3, that terrible shit, it was like, it still kind of didn't work. It was like this, some like some characters are a little bit too abstract to bring them out of the cartoon. Drawing them, yeah. Live action, not so much. It's like, you can leave that in the comic book or in I, Batman anime series. I think Clayface, I'm inclined to agree with you there because I'm trying to picture how he would, how it work. would work in yeah. person. It's like, I don't know if it would. It's like, I, and for everybody, it's the first season of Batman animated series. The first time it's called Feet of Clay. He's in almost every, it's like, I think he did the first season. I think that towards the last season, it's like he goes away. I'm like, it, it's really interesting. To and watch. The whole thing with um, him and Tim Drake. And- yeah. That, which and was that little girl, it was just like, okay, this is a lot for a kid's show. I'm like, because I'm like, oh, Tim. So let me tell you how I think uh, Clayface would work. I mm. think Clayface works on a show like Titans. Where okay, where it's not a movie, they have time. Not only do they have time, but I don't think Clayface works if it's not a situation where they can get dark. Because the idea mm. of looking at Clayface... Yeah, I'm looking at Clayface in this like, like this massive ball of like clay. Mm-hmm. It's going. It should be frightening. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when he's doing all this stuff, I'm not sure if that works for the general public. But you throw him on something like Titans, where the tone is darker, the character mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. more grim. 
I think that works a little bit better. So there can be situations that okay. may be a lot more adult. So okay. when he starts doing these like really shady and um, probably disgusting things. And when we see him as this like constantly like moving, uh, like malleable, like, like figure, it works a little bit better because we can see this like this monstrosity, this, and we can really get into like how he feels about looking like this. Right. Like, like the torment that goes into someone who was one of the best looking actors in Hollywood to now be in this grotesque, horrid, like just deformed yeah. ball of like human clay. Yeah. Or makeup, actually makeup. <laughs> you know yeah, what actually I mean? makeup. You know, and that and the thing about it is they would have to bring in the character of Roland mm-hmm. Dead. So it's mm-hmm. so with the so and I know we're like hyping up Batman anime series. It's just glorious because not only did they have super villains, they also had just regular villains like Roland Dead. Yeah. They had um, Thorn. I can't remember his first name, but it was just like you have. But also you see the buildup of Harvey Dent becoming Two Face. He didn't just start out as mm-hmm. Two Face. It was just like yeah. So they it's- tried with Tommy. Lee Jones, but they were literally like he threw ass in his face. He became Two Face. I'm like, so that's a little. Well, that's how it happened. In the, that's how it happened. <laughs> that's how it's happened in the comic book. But the problem is, when there was no like, there was more to it than him just getting acid thrown in his face. Mm-hmm. Um, like remember how in the Dark Knight, how there was this whole thing with like him against the mob mm-hmm. and like working. Mm-hmm. There was more. There was a lot more. There was, there was a lot was more that, to it. Yeah. So like. Yeah when you find out that the acid was thrown in his face because of, for the reason it was, it happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, this makes sense. Not, and it was and on top of that. It was too campy. Like, it was too campy. I mean? It was like, it happened like at a trial. It's like for Bat, like Dark Knight Rises, it was like, we're trying to get rid of you. And then Batman the animated series, was just like, yeah, we're trying to get rid of you too. But then there also was the mental part of, he mm-hmm. really does have two personalities and he mm-hmm. has an anger problem. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. I'm like, y'all not, doing that with Tommy Lee Jones. I'm like, I don't buy his crazy. There's a lot of stuff I buy with Tommy Lee Jones. Him being crazy is not one of them. Absolutely not. Um, I was going to say what you... So, I wish that I could have got more Aaron Eckhart in Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Because, as you said before, like, when he actually became Two-Face, there was so much that, like, personified everything that I love about Batman villains. Yeah. Like, like they're code quote unquote to like no excuse me they're um what's the word something to the gimmick their dedication to the gimmick so mm-hmm. when he's in the car with that mobster mm-hmm. flips the coin catches it you live flips the coin but your driver doesn't bow I was like <laughs> yes right or or that whole scene with Heath Ledger as a joker in the mm-hmm. nurse's costume and he was ready to die mm-hmm. for the whole thing he was mm-hmm. just like put the gun right to his head, and he was just like, "Oh, now we're talking." I was like, "Yo, this is, he is everything." He's so good, and I love that when it comes to like, like the Joker story, mm-hmm. like you don't know what really it's like. It's so many different like ways that he became the Joker that it's like, oh okay, and you buy every single one of them. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they all, these all make sense. This makes sense. I'm like, he got thrown in a batter acid. That makes sense. Um. But that was part of my problem with the Joker movie. Uh, my best friend always mm-hmm. talks about this, and he always says that the one of the best parts of Joker's story mm-hmm. is the is the mystery behind it. 
we don't need to like knowing what happened to how Joker became a Joker. Yeah, kind of takes away from it. It was um. I'll, I'll give you another example. Wolverine. No one knew Wolverine's origin until I want to say the mid, the late '90s, early 2000s when they did a Wolverine origins cart um comic book. Excuse me. Oh, and okay, okay. So they broke down. I'll give it perfect example. Something as simple as he was a sick kid. Um, from from the time he was born, he was a really sick child. Like he couldn't mm. go into like water. But that, but like you know, really. So it was like his body was building up an immunity to all the stuff that he was, because like he was, so it was like, oh, well now his, since his body is already used to all this stuff going on, mm-hmm. now he has immunity and which explains his healing practice. So it was little subtle things like that. But mm-hmm. and then Daniel Way wrote mm-hmm. another, wrote a comic book origin for Wolverine where we find out that there was actually someone behind the curtain controlling Wolverine, like putting things in motion to make Wolverine a better fighter, a better killer oh. and making him like this really, really deplorable person. So when did they involve this- him like being like, um, what is it? Not, is it? So it's weird to think like different forces. One of them is that he was a part of shield depending on what movie or cartoon you watch. So like that first Wolverine, I think, I don't think that was shield that he was in with um, Sabretooth. Was that no. shield or something else? So it's like, there's all these incartations that, or that he's really, truly old or that his adamantium claws are just like an extension of. All right. So check this out. I was like, wait, I'm so confused. Wait, those are actual bone. I'm like, they're, they're, so, so they're actually, so here's the thing. His claws are actually bone. Okay. So, so that is, that part was true. Cause when that, I saw the Morgan movie, I was like, wait, what the fuck is going on here? Ignore all that shit. Sabretooth's not his brother. Wolverine was born in the late 1800s. Um, 1800s? Yeah, he's old. Wow. Okay. He's over. He's over a century old. Um, mm-hmm. oh, actually, over I know, 150 years old. It doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a lot, there's a lot that goes. That we could do another whole show if you want. Just like like we could do another whole another show in the future about how like how wrong <laughs> that movie was. Um, the first the first X Men Origins movie. It was just yes. like. Yeah, because when they decided to do um, the one sent around Magneto and Professor X, I'm like, I kind of enjoy this, but I don't enjoy Jennifer Lawrence. Don't get me started on her. She was. I was like, this is anyway, a bad. This is a bad choice. Can y'all bring back Rebecca Romaine? She was perfect. She was a ten. She was a ten as Mystique. Like she made Absolutely. you believe that she was like this evil mutant terrorist. Yeah, like, Jennifer Lawrence. I'm like, girl, can you just keep falling upstairs again, drunk and making us laugh? I'm like, I can't do this with you. <laughs> Because I was like, I don't believe her as Mystique. I don't think she's a terrible actress. I don't think she's... She's overrated. She she definitely is. I don't think she's that good of an actress. I think she's funny when she's not acting. But I'm like, I don't, I don't see it for her. Mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't see it for her as Mystique, especially in that Phoenix movie. And yeah, put a pin on this because we're going to talk about X-Men because that Phoenix movie makes me so fucking mad. Because the Phoenix Saga in the X-Men, because we're going to bring up X-Men, the animated series, as a, and the comic book. The Phoenix Saga, it needs a whole, it had a saga for a reason. Because it's like, it's way too big of a story for y'all. And y'all try to like haphazardly put in a few people from like, it was like I was watching those like three or four story arc episodes into one movie and i'm like y'all just threw her in here y'all ain't telling us what the fuck she does why is she fooling everybody why do they want her now it's aliens bitch fuck you it's like what is this the x-men do not work in movie form 
I was just like, <laughs> I am know. so mad at this. It's like the like I don't know who's um Jean Grey is worse. I'm I'm a I'm a lean towards Fanica Jensen because I, I, I just like enjoy Monica. Sophia. I like Sophie Turner, so I'm like I'm a lean towards her, but it was just like I like them both. I like right. I was like, and I didn't necessarily hate Halle Berry. I just was like, now I know a little bit. I know um Stormy's a lot darker because she is literally from Africa or from New York, as it mm-hmm. is different incarnation, depending on who you ask. And I'm glad she you're was, not trying to put her into um Black Panther. So, please don't do this. Please so don't. So here's this. the thing. She was born in New York, but both her parents are African. When she was born, when um after she was born, they mm-hmm. moved, they moved out of the country. But she's she's American. She's from New born. York. Okay. She she was born in New York, but both her parents her, both her parents are African. Okay. Actually, it's actually is her dad African? I think her dad's I think her dad's from New York, and I think her mother's African. I could okay. have that wrong, but regardless, yeah. she was she actually she's she's African. She should be darker. It's like I enjoy Halle Berry's storm more than I do Alexandra Ships. I know mm-hmm. um Alexandra Ships. I'm black, I should be able to play anybody. I'm like, madam, please don't do this. I don't, have a don't. long list of people that could be storm and baby, you're not on that list. You know who is on that list, and people will be like, What? Ale- Angelica Ross. Angelica Ross, Angelica Ross. There's a lot of people that I think of. She sticks out, and I'm thinking mostly skin tone, but I think she can actually bring it. It's like I, I, I didn't hate Hallie's um Storm, but I just hated how Storm was used in the movies. Because I'm like, stories Storm, Storm could get a um, an origin movie, but mm-hmm. y'all would have to actually have the faith that y'all have in black actors to do so. And before Black Black Panther, y'all weren't doing that. So let me just tell you, um, my wife has a good one. She thinks that Angela Bassett should have been Storm in the 90s. Ooh, she would have been good. The problem was, and everyone do your Googles, she would have played the role, but her agent wanted more money for her. There you go. So do you, oh, I'm glad you brought up like comical movies and what was supposed to be the jumpstart. Like Iron Man, according to Kevin Feige, was supposed to be the jumpstart of the Marvel Universe, but technically it was not. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Iron Man. Mm-hmm. We got to go back further. They were looking at um, the Hulk, but they didn't, it didn't do well. That was supposed to be the start, depending on who you ask. But it's uh-huh. like, y'all didn't, the Hulk is somebody else. It was like, y'all, y'all had four different people playing a Hulk and three of them was like, why? It's like three. It but just, then, do you it, remember like Spawn? Yes. Spawn is a comic book character and so uh-huh. is Blade. So it was like Blade is in the Marvel Universe. I enjoyed ha- we- Halle Berry. Wesley Snipes in the role. It just got too silly, but I am holding my breath about what's going to happen with Mahershala Ali. Let me tell you, uh, again, people don't give Blade the credit it's due. Yeah. If not for Blade, no one, the average the average person didn't know who Blade was. So Correct. the fact that people went out to go see this movie, granted- like, wait it, a minute, it's, in a com- it's a comic book? I'm like, exactly. yes, it's a comic book. They're like, oh. So it didn't, so Blade didn't bomb, but it wasn't like this blockbuster hit. Correct. But it got people, it got people interested in comic book movies. Now, yeah. were there, were there, excuse me, Marvel comic book movies. Yeah. Were there, yes, the, there was a, a horrible, horrible Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie that I suggest everybody watch because it's 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 awful on a level that Wait, what movie did you say? Uh Dolph Lundgren played the Punisher. 
Oh, wait. Is that from the... When is that from? Uh, early 90s? I think. I think I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. But the idea of the blade being rated R, and so when everyone goes, oh, uh-huh. Deadpool first rate, like, no, it wasn't. Blade yeah. was the first. They also movie. tried to do it with Daredevil, and those movies suck. Colin Farrell was the best part of the Daredevil movie. And then they tried to do a, a, a spinoff, and I was like, girl, we don't care that much. I'm like, why are Elect- we doing Electra? Electra was, Electra's I was ass. like, I turned it off. I was like, I like Jennifer Gardner. She, she, I think she's a she's my sweet baby angel, but I was like, baby, this ain't it. This is why I have a hard time picturing Ben Affleck as a superhero because of Daredevil. I'm like, I, I have opinions on that as well. Guys, it's like you guys. It's like so, you know I what? don't know. But remember, remember in Daredevil, people had an issue with Michael Clark Duncan being the um being the mm-hmm. kingpin. They're like, what the fuck you making black for? I'm like, why well, can't he, he's not he's not a character where like his ethnicity is a big deal. Yeah. If they made Daredevil black, I might be like, eh, he's supposed to be a redheaded Catholic kid. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, what makes Steve Rogers from black? Hell's, right. Like yeah. from Hell's Kitchen. It's like, yeah, exactly. I don't know how many black people you know in Hell's Kitchen, but sure. It's like, yeah. we'll do that. It's like like it's right up there with um Nick Fury. Cause I think I don't know if it was in a later X-Men show or not. Nick Fury was white. No, Nick Fury was was has been white since the incarnation yeah. of Nick Fury. They made him black in an alternate um in an alternate universe, the ultimate universe. Mm-hmm. And the artist, um Brian Hitch, Hitchman, mm-hmm. I forget his name, he drew Nick Fury black. And he also specifically drew him to look like Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson actually got wind of it and saw it, and he goes, he called his agent, he goes, Yeah, I think I got a movie role coming up. Cause like you know what I mean? It was and it was yeah. a smart thing to do. And it's like Samuel Jackson is really good as Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's some like the Kingpin, Nick Fury is like, yeah, there's a lot of people that can be racially interchangeable. So when people were making a big deal about him being the Kingpin, it's like, but you gotta think about the character of the Kingpin. He fits. Like I feel like Vincent D'Onofrio, a lot of people have like different theories about him on the show, Daredevil. I'm like, yeah. He fits. It's like he fits as the character of the Kingpin. Mm-hmm. So did Michael Clark Duncan. I thought he was a really good Kingpin. That movie just sucks ass. Hey, let me tell you, Vincent, <laughs> I, I had I had reservations about Vincent D'Onofrio, even though I mm. like him as an actor. But okay. again, he played this role and he was scary. Like he was like, yeah. to, to imagine somebody yeah. like that, he was terrifying. Like that scene where he killed... Um, Oh, what the heck is the guy's name? Uh, the the black reporter. I'm mad. I can't remember his name. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. When he killed know. him, like that whole scene was like he goes, "But you involved my mother." <laughs> he goes, "I'm not here to scare you. I'm here to kill you." Right. And he just jumped up, or when he was slamming that dude's head in the um with the car do- with the truck door, mm-hmm. and his assistant was just sitting there like nothing was like, going on. Like, okay, I guess it's Thursday. It's, it's head smashing day. <laughs> On a Thursday. That's the thing. I liked Vincent and one, he did gain, like Vincent D'Onofrio was a chameleon. He can mm-hmm. do a lot of different stuff. Cause every time I watch men in black, I'm like, that is Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah. It's like, yeah. God, damn, he's so good. So he gained weight to be the kingpin shaved. Like it may have just been a wig or they may have, may have actually shaved his head. I'm not exactly sure. He's very receptive on Twitter. I feel like I, I could ask him like, Hey, did you shave your head? For Daredevil, because he got like 
do you i don't know if you, this was on nbc it was a show called emerald city and it was supposed to be about um the land of oz and dorothy so they had the three witches they made the and the wicked the one that got the house thrown on her the wicked witch of the east they made her this beautiful black woman bald head beautiful chocolate skin loved it he played the wizard of oz I'm and everybody at thinks, it now. Wow. yeah like he played the wizard of oz as being a piece of shit villain that he is and i'm like he's believable and it was like oh he's so good at the wiz Mm -hmm. And he actually that, has some sort of power, but it's like, it's more like power dynamics. But he, I loved Emerald City. I'm like, and they canceled it. And I was just sitting here like, yeah, I need, it's a lot. It was a lot going on in that first season. So I want to hop back on to the uh, the Ben Affleck con. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we both agree that Kevin Conroy is number one when it comes to the idea of Batman. Not even just Batman, but Batman and Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want, I'm trying to find my list. I have it here. Here we go. And then we have, so number two, I thought I had a rant. So number two, I had Ben Affleck. So what I think of an old, griz older, grizzled, established Batman, mm -hmm. that's what he looks like to me. He, he Ben Affleck even has the chin. Yeah, and okay. I, I liked when he was, in the beginning of um, Batman versus Superman, when he was in the in the truck, trying to like save people and all that, that looked like something Bruce would do. Mm -hmm. Fuck secret identities, I need to help. And just the him meeting Superman at the the gala or the ball or whatever, that was great. His interactions with uh, Diana Prince Wonder Woman, that mm -hmm. was great. Watching him train, watching him just become, get to this point where he is just not the Batman that we know. And he is so frustrated with everything going on that he's like, fuck that. I'm going to kill motherfuckers. Like, I liked it. I liked his voice. They made it more computer than mm. like than gruff. I love the fact that he, when he was fighting Superman, he had a plan. He mm -hmm. set it into action. It was dope. Um, the, fighting the fighting style they gave him was phenomenal. Now fast forward to Justice League. Mm -hmm. When he was uh when he was talking to Arthur Curry, Aquaman, their interaction was something that I could see him and Bruce Wayne um Aquaman and Bruce Wayne having. Him and Wonder Woman, their dynamic was perfect because there was always this weird like sexual, sexual tension. tension. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like and Batman and Bruce seemed to know how to push everyone's buttons on there. Like when he threw that uh the batarang at the flash just to fuck with them to like, he's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, battering, nigga. And the idea that he was ready to sacrifice himself during all that, all of that spoke Batman. I look at Ben Affleck and I see Batman. And I was really disappointed mm. when the when the rumors came out that he wasn't going to be Batman anymore. And it was, it was like this back and forth since yeah. Justice League. And I don't blame Ben Affleck Actually, I don't blame the majority of that cast for that movie being the way it was. It just wasn't done well. No, it's like, it's it was so not. I was sitting here like, so, and I and I don't know if it's you know how you watch the cartoons and then you just so I expect this person to be in it. I mm -hmm. literally wanted Green Lantern, and I'm like, why is he not here? And it's mostly be. And I am someone who doesn't necessarily hate that Green Lantern movie. It's just. It's fucking stupid. It's mm -hmm. like, I, this is not a good, this is. 
it wasn't a good representation it, of the it character. wasn't good and it was kind of like it's not a terrible movie i've seen worse i've watched cool world okay if y'all don't know what cool world is do you all do your googles because man that movie is terrible it's but like it's it's so, it's so campy and brad pitt is so fine in it and kim basinger is kim basinger yeah for and, real but it's like yeah, I don't hate it. It's it was too long for me. It's too long in space. I'm like, and the villain didn't make sense. And I'm like, this is way too much. And the villain that actually should be the villain, y'all didn't even y'all scratched at it, but not really. Because I'm sitting here like, I know that name. Isn't yeah. he a villain? It's like, wait yeah. a minute, what is going on? It's like so the, I, I don't like it. It was rushed. The, again, Imagine, my best friend as says long it, as that movie is saying you're sitting here saying it's rushed, and I'm like, points are made because it's like, how are you this long and it's still rushed? My best friend always says that he feels that DC is in competition with the MCU when realistically they don't need to be in competition at all. They're not the same company. They don't have the same characters. They don't even have the same theme when it comes to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And I was like, they took their time and made Ant-Man a character that people enjoyed watching. And then they cast Mm -hmm. this random person that like no one would, you would think no one would care about. And he was great. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, we don't know how to make a Wonder Woman movie. Marvel's like, yeah, we got a ra- we got a talking raccoon and a talking tree that says his name. Can I just tell you how I tell a lot of people that the reason why um, Guardians of the Galaxy did so well is because a lot of people didn't know about it. They're mm-hmm. like, who the fuck is it? Because when I went, I was like, who the hell are they? This is just a really good movie. It was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. it works. No out. expectations. But, no like, expectations at all. Exactly. And it was just kind of like people's like. It's not like another Superman. People will have shit to say, like, okay, we can break this down because there's a lot of shit we can say. But with Guardians of the Galaxy, you couldn't because you didn't know who the fuck they were. It's like, mm-hmm. well, how does this fit? But what are y'all doing? And it's like, exactly. but hi, but who are these people? I'm like, I don't care. I am Groot. I'm like, I'm sold. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know. And then mind you, it gets me every time that's Vin Diesel. I'm like, yeah. And, and that's a, and, and think about that. Like and and for someone who only said three words, you could actually tell the emotion by how he was saying it. And it's funny because it's like, like I am Groot, and it's like, and it's like then when he gets confused, oh my like, favorite, my I favorite am Groot, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like this is so it's so good, and I don't understand, mind you. So on my desk, y'all, and I'm gonna show this. I have a pencil case that I got from Amazon. My, apparently this is also a planter because someone else showed it. I'm like, it's not a pencil case? Because I thought this was a pencil case. And then you look it up, it says planter or pencil case or whatever the fuck y'all want to do with this thing. Essentially. I was like, yeah. So I have this. I have a little talking iron group somewhere I got for my birthday. I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah. Bra- yeah. Brava Marvel. Because man, it's like y'all made everybody care about the Guardians of the Galaxy, not Chris Pratt because he is he can go the, suck a hole. Yeah, he's the fourth Chris on that um totem pole, and he knows what the fuck he did. Okay, mm-hmm. we don't even need, we don't even need to go there. And it's like, oh my god, y'all saying I'm the worst out of four whole Chris's out of the whole world, bitch. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. It's like fuck you. I'm like, yeah, go back. Well, and- y'all defending homegirl that was Captain Marvel because they said worse, and y'all were not sitting up here doing all these platitudes on the social medias saying please leave her alone. Y'all ain't say shit. No. Like y'all can kiss my whole ass. Yeah, but she's but she's a woman, so she's not going to get the respect that a um a white man. On right, the, on it was the, like y'all right want us to feel bad for him. Why? It was like, first of all, 
we fuck star lord okay it's like <laughs> fuck star lord so that's all i don't care if your daddy is arnold schwarzenegger fuck star lord and i said what the fuck i said nobody's coming after him y'all chased women off of social media y'all chased that woman from star wars off media social media Y'all yeah. made Leslie Jones leave. Y'all made Daisy Ridley leave. Oh, but so, someone just, someone just, another woman just left this week too. Oh, um, shoot. I'm mad I can't remember her name. Uh, it'll come to me later. But again, um, <laughs> all right. But he's not like, oh my God. I'm like, excuse me, Chris O'Donnell would like a word. He's like, I didn't even make the fucking list, bitch. And you getting mad that you number four. I'm not even on the list. Chris Brown is not on there. It's like, hey, I act. I, you know, I got served and I I'm, I did, you know, I did a, a movie. I sung a Donny Hathaway song terribly. Yeah, the fuck I said that. Like, how dare you desecrate oh, it? Um, she's a WWE um, backstage interviewer, Kay, uh, Kayla Braxton. So, uh, oh. so what happened with Someone in her family, I believe, got COVID or passed from COVID, but it was uh-huh. a tweet. Mm-hmm. And then, like people were coming at her, calling her a piece of shit, and just, and just like going off on her. And she was just like, "All right, I'm out." Like you know what I mean? Like because people. Wait a minute. So somebody died in her family of COVID, or either it was COVID, it was a COVID related tweet. Um, okay. I will actually. She's not it. an anti masker is because Lord, we don't need no ma- y'all. Just need to be quiet. And the bad part, I'm sitting here like. Y'all can just, can y'all keep y'all shitty opinions to yourself? You're like, I can't say nothing. I'm like, yeah, no, gone are the days where if you say something racist or homophobic or transphobic, nobody's not going to clock you. You are not getting canceled. You're just being held accountable. Okay, I got it. So the tweet, so she went, while I was at work tonight, I got a call that someone very close to me died of COVID. Hmm. I logged on to the platform tonight. I noticed multiple disgusting tweets tagging me to make jokes about me when I had the virus earlier this year fuck you and then she left she left twitter and again i love these um these keyboard and um uh smartphone gangsters who would not dare to say this shit in front of somebody because it's one of the reasons why if i have something nasty to say about somebody in twitter i usually leave their name out of it and or i won't ask risk it's like yeah it's like it's amazing when you like are saying something about somebody and you don't even at them and then they find you it's like so you're searching girl you, sir, are you really searching your name on Twitter right now? I still, I remember telling my mother about this. I had, this was years ago when Michael Vick was still playing. And I said something about Michael Vick, didn't add him, didn't know who he was. Three random ass dudes out of nowhere replied to this tweet. And I was like, I'm sorry, but who are you? Who are you and why are you talking to me? I'm like, also, if I wanted to get Michael Vick's attention, I'm pretty sure I would have added him, but also yeah. who would do that? I was like, someone was like, wait, so did you, were you responding to him? I'm like, no. And it just found me out of nowhere. She's like, what? What the hell? I'm like, yeah. So yeah, if y'all, yeah, put asterisks if y'all want to like say shit or use nicknames at only your group chat would know about somebody just yeah. do that because it's like after a while it's like because yeah i was like that's why i'm like cardi b stop doing that stop looking for your fucking name girl who the fuck cares i don't i don't go it's like baby i'm like i like cardi too much i'm like i get it it's like it's human nature for us to do this however i'm like yeah we we pay you to entertain us y'all don't pay me enough 
to deal with like y'all fuck is fuck shit opinions because people on Twitter it's like people get caught being racist and phobic and any obiism you put out they always get caught on Facebook but people say wild ass shit on Twitter mm-hmm. and it's like yeah you wouldn't say this on Facebook because your auntie might be your Facebook friend she'd be like what the fuck did you just say yeah it's like so it's like mm, I, so whew, go ahead. This is one of those reasons why the last year with the new, I got a new job last year and I'm still mm-hmm. working that same job. Mm-hmm. Um, and therapy has helped a lot over the last like six mm-hmm. or seven months. I have started using the following phrase and it's made me very happy and it's kept me out of trouble. I don't care enough to have this conversation. Come on. I'll leave people on red. Like, I don't care. He's like, okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm like, I'm, do you know how many like tweets I've tweeted out? I'm like, I'm not arguing with nobody. Delete. I'm not doing. I'm like, you know what? I'm a type of nope. Delete. It's like I'm yeah. not going back and forth. I'm just going to mute this. I'm like, I'm gonna mute this. Argue with yourself. I am not going to argue with you. That is one of my favorite things in the world to do on Facebook. Is that I'll just say my I'll say my piece and then turn off the notifications. Right. It was like, <laughs> let me turn this off. Let me let me let me turn this off because I'm like I'm not going to go back and forth with you. Like dog, argue, argue with there. I've said my piece, and I honestly, Odin, do not care to have this conversation. But if some, but if people come at me and they want to have a dialogue about something, we can do that. I'm like, you can hit my DM. We can have a conversation if you really, really want to. But this ain't what you want. It's like no. you, you're not going to talk to me like you're crazy. So, no. the, as you can see, we got very tangential. Because, well, that's just how we are when me and old man Wayne are together. We just talk. That's on me. (laughs) It's on me, too, because I'm like, I brought up a whole bunch of shit. It's like, so I look at my list and I will tell you the person that would not disagree with my list. George Clooney, because he has been very, very vocal about how he sucked as Batman. He never walked away from that. He was just like. I was ass as Batman. I know it. Y'all know it. I'm like, I get the jokes. I think he. I think he got a Razzie for Batman. Probably. Robin. And so I'm just like, yeah, it's good. And so Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, those are the Joel Schumacher films and they're very campy and colorful and cute and um, make somewhat no sense. And I'm like, I don't even understand this. I'm like, it's... So Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, even though they're a little colorful, they're a little bit different because Tim Burton produced Batman Forever. So that's why it wasn't as colorful as Batman and Robin. <laughs> so there's that. So then we fast forward from 1997, which was George Clooney, to 2005 with Christian Bale. As we've talked about Christian Bale, um, the joke started happening in The Dark Knight Rises when they started talking about his fucking voice. I was like, why? Why are you talking about? Why, what, what is this voice? It's like, and the bad part, if you look at it, like, he's always had this voice. Also, mm-hmm. Rachel Dawes, they bring in Rachel Dawes in and was like, girl, we don't care about this. And it got recast and then brought up um, Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. And I'm I like, enjoy. I like, I, I'm, we may be in the minority of people who like Anne Hathaway as an actress. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I enjoyed her. I don't think she was a bad Catwoman, but her voice was also weird. And I'm like, I don't. And then her them ending up together at the end was just like, I'm so confused at this right now. I don't know and understand what's going on. I, I don't, what the fuck are we doing? What, what are we doing? So then fast forward a few more years. So from 2000, because this was the time frame. 2005, Batman Begins. 2008, Dark Knight. 2012, Dark Knight Rises. 
it seems super weird the amount of time between movies from the first to the third because it's like that's seven years that seems long but maybe it doesn't seem long then you nope, have the era you have the era of ben affleck so he was in he was batman and batman versus superman dawn of justice aka the introduction introduction of wonder woman and she was the best part of that whole goddamn movie yeah it was like, yeah, we don't. And then Suicide Squad, which I don't remember him in, but he probably was in like two minutes of the movie because I don't remember. Not even that. Not even right. that. He, and that's the thing. I've only seen it once and that is in the movie theater. I have refused to watch that movie again. I was like, this is some bullshit. And I like Cara Delevingne, but what the entire fuck was that? It was like, I don't know what y'all are doing. Karis is a wonderful model. I'm talking about a movie. She's a wonderful model. Okay. All right. Y- y'all gonna hate me, whatever. So then we have Will Arnett as um, Lego Batman. Um, he's also was in the, so on the Wikipedia page for Batman in film, they talk about Lego Batman, but they don't bring up the Lego movies. He was in those movies, but they may just be talking about Batman films. because um, Yeah. So Will Arnett, I think he was a good one, but Will Arnett is a good vocal actor mm-hmm. absolutely so I, I enjoy him then we have the justice league no um y'all gonna get this seven and a half hour long snyder cut like this is the lord of the rings special dvd and it's like girl i'd rather watch four and a half a four and a half cut four and a half hour cut of lord of the rings the two towers than watch whatever the fuck zach snyder's gonna pull out of his ass i cannot Wait for it to be an absolute piece of it's shit. Like, it was like absolute... the Snyder Cut is coming. It's like, bitch, fuck you. We it's a terrible movie. Shut up. You are a dumb hoe. Shut up. <laughs> Yo, that movie's either gonna be the greatest shit ever or it's gonna be the worst shit ever. And I'm here for either one. It was just like, I don't like, and we're gonna get it on HBO Max. I'm like, so why we gotta have a director's cut of a terrible movie? It'd be different. See, this is why when the Lord of the Rings he like on you know on DVDs they had like extra like a half an hour an hour or stuff. Mm-hmm. You wanna know why we were like we love it? Cause the fucking movies were good, mm-hmm. not those Hobbit movies. Cause you know, I re- I really had high hopes, but then y'all put the movie out and I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't care that much. <laughs> I mean, get give me Orlando Bloom. I get it. Put him put put his pretty ass in there. It's like, y'all got a a lot of pretty white men in this movie, but it was still like, we don't care. And then also Benedict Cumberbatch was the dragon. He was smog. He was smog. And I was like, to a certain extent, I get it. But I just want him to overpronounce penguins. Penguins. I was like, why is he saying penguin like that? Like, and no, penguins. I'm like, "Eh, what the hell? Okay, so then we also, apparently, um, there was a Batman in Joker. But, and I'm like, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Wait, what? So apparently if you like, this is on the Wikipedia page. So apparently Dante Pierria Olsen played Batman and the Joker. But I have a feeling that you didn't know he was Batman. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't. That doesn't make any sense because... Yeah, somebody it, who it doesn't, watched, it doesn't make sense. Y'all can just DM me if you have seen Joker and you're like, oh yeah, they did have like Bruce Wayne or Batman in the movie. Bruce Wayne was in it. Okay, so that's maybe what they mean. 
So they're just putting but, like Batman. When you well, watch the, when you watch the movie, because mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil what happens. Oh, you can spoil it. I ain't watching that shit. Okay. Oh, sorry. So <laughs> so Bruce Wayne is in that movie, mm-hmm. but it's Bruce Wayne when his parents died. So he was still like 10 years old. So Batman oh. could not have been in that movie. That makes no oh. sense. Oh, so you, okay. So that's the thing. Because if you do Wikipedia, it says Batman in film. That's why I was like, wait a minute. I thought y'all said Batman wasn't in this movie. That's why I was confused. So apparently 2021, it says Zack Snyder's Justice League as opposed to whatever Justice League we got before. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Because they're not calling Because they're not calling it the Snyder Cut. They're calling Zack Snyder's Spider-Man. And it's a, it don't have a date. It just says 2021, y'all. And then Zack Snyder's Spider-Man is Zack Snyder's Batman. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh yeah, it's because they're not calling it the. They can't call it the. That, they're not calling it the Snyder Cut. Okay. They're just calling it that. Yeah. Okay. It the, that that's yeah. dumb. Okay, this is dumb as hell. And mm-hmm. he, this person is also not on the list because the movie hasn't fucking came out yet. The Batman starring Robert Pattinson, he will be Batman reprising. So they had to shut down production earlier this year because Robert Pattinson got COVID. So I don't know if they've actually finished filming. I have no idea. Oh, um, and shout out to Tom Cruise for telling the, telling people in the cast to be responsible. <laughs> and I just tell you when he said, I will fucking fire you if you like. <laughs> I, was like, like I was like, see, see I'm, normally not, I'm normally not here for actors yelling at staff but in that situation in covid i'm just like i get what you're saying i was like people like how you just gonna let him talk to you like that i'm like y'all thinking it's because of tom cruise but it's like if you were somebody i'm somebody who's been quarantining by myself for like almost a year it'll be a a year in march yeah and it's like i rarely see like i only go out to get necessities and the only people i have in my covid bubble are literally my parents and my brother and my nephew that I even go to their homes or they could come here. Everybody else, I got to see you outside and like six feet apart and with a mask on. There's absolutely no way. So I got why he was fucking mad because I'm sorry. I'm like, so this is not vacation. This is not Tyler Perry shooting where he got a whole fucking studio and y'all can film in a bubble because nobody gets off and nobody leaves. It's like, yeah, nobody don't want to keep doing this shit because y'all ass can't stay the fuck home because you got to have chicken tenders from the Applebee's. It's like, stay the fuck home. Order in, order out. I'm like, I need to get food that I didn't cook. There's this thing called Uber Eats. Fucking order it, bitch. Like, or, reg- or regular ass delivery. Right. Reg- call the just up. go pick it up. It's like, what? Are y'all okay? <laughs> it's like, you hate your houses that bad? I'm like, your home is not your sanctuary? I'm like... I don't have any children, so I, I I guess I get it. Like, oh my God, we got to get these kids out of here. I'm like, I guess, but I think at this point, I would just enjoy, like, I'm thinking about getting a dog. I'm like, I don't mind having people with me, but it's like, I would actually like my kid, but I get after a while, you're like, yeah, I got to get these kids out. But you can take them to a park. You there are ways somewhere. Of- There's ways yeah. around this. I'm like, I get mm-hmm. it. Like, people get, like, house they get stir crazy and i get it but you can actually take your kids out and take them out to a public place not a club not an enclosed space but maybe a park yeah it's like my aunt aunt takes her son to a park but she also makes sure that there are no other kids around correct he's got his his mask on like you know what i mean like there's there are responsible ways to do things without like when covid was like really running rampant i didn't see my best friend for like i missed his birthday i didn't Mm -hmm. see him for like almost like I didn't see him in person 
until I want to say August or September. Mm. And even then he was just, it might've been, it, it, it was a long time. And even then, like I was skeptical, my wife was skeptical, but he mm-hmm. was just like, no, he's like, we're being, we're being safe. We're being responsible. We're being safe. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So like, it's, but like, it's like, I don't go over there as much as I'd like to, because you know, I don't want to risk me getting something and spreading it to somebody and neither, does, and neither does he. So we're super responsible when it comes to things like that. Yeah. Like we're not going to a bar. We're not like we, I miss the bar. Like you would not believe I'm yeah. not, I'm not out there like gallivanting and just doing shit. Like it's 90% of the time it's been work home. Me and my Correct. buddy, me and my buddy, Greg went out to a restaurant, but we scoped it. I was like, all right, we found it. We got a little corner. Like the, away from everybody else. Yes. The restaurant had been making sure everything was social distance. I talked to my mm-hmm. wife to make sure that it was okay. Um, and in the summertime when we went out, it had to be outdoors. We couldn't, if we went to a restaurant, right. it had to be outdoors. We couldn't be anywhere where it was like too many people in an enclosed space. Cause all you're doing is fucking spreading COVID via a fucking vent. You know what I mean? Correct. Correct. So there's ways about doing this shit. And it's, it's ways like, to do it. And I'm just like, I need y'all to stop. But yeah, I was like, Tom's not necessarily wrong here, but there are some people who don't respond well to anyone yelling. So I can appreciate that. There's some people like, yeah, I don't care. Do not yell at me. That's a trigger for me. So mm-hmm. I understand that coming from people like, I don't care if I'm wrong. Do not yell at me. So you can, o- I, I can see both sides of that argument. The only reason I can't see both sides is only because if it was like someone had like a cold, then it's like, yeah. if we, like I get it. But mm-hmm. we're dealing in this, we're dealing with, a pandemic where it could literally cost people their lives, not their livelihood, their lives. So let's say this person who didn't have their mask on caught COVID and then brought that shit back to somebody else on stage who's immunocompromised or mm-hmm. someone who has like, um, cause it's like, they, they're not they talking can, about the asymptomatic part. It's like, there are people who have COVID and they didn't have like the typical symptoms. They didn't lose their t- sense of taste mm-hmm. or smell. They don't, have the cough they didn't have a fever and it was just like uh, i don't know how you don't have a fever because typically that's the biggest thing when something is attacking your body it fucks with you so you should have a temperature but sometimes but people, people aren't taking don't. it but people they, aren't checking right, they, may, they may not be taking it so they didn't know that so it's like it is so weird for me to watch the fact that joe biden who was i'm sorry president biden had to sign an executive order to make it a law that you have to wear masks in public places almost a year after this shit started is just ridiculous to me. It's like, uh, it's January and he's doing this. This is almost a year after basically everything got shut down. Mm-hmm. And cause one, there was no mandate. Cause that's what those crazy ass white people are like. There is no law. He just made it a fucking law. But if so, you had real leadership, you it's like it's an executive order. It's like, baby, he just gave you I'm like, so now y'all can't do nothing. I'm like, yeah, you need to wear a mask on the airplane. You need to wear a mask in public places. You need to wear a mask in the stores. It's almost a year. Everybody else that had big cases of COVID are done. They're like, oh, it only took us like three months to get rid of this. New Zealand's out in open. New Zealand's Australia is, business, is too. They were like, usual. we back. It's like, oh, we back. We back, bitch. We back. Mm-hmm. And Australia had, they were like, shut down, shut down. Mm-hmm. Like, if you travel to Australia, you had to quarantine. I only noticed because of Lewis Tan. But it was like, he had to quarantine for like, I think, 10 days. 10 to 14 days. 
before he could even go out and he was filming something and it was like of course it's like it's a it's a it's a movie set so it's like it's not gonna be a lot of people but still you got to quarantine 10 days before you can even start working here yeah because it's it's a responsible thing to do right and it's like we don't do that to people it's like even for us like like I'm in HR and we hire people. It's like everybody isn't doing that if you're coming from like certain states. Mm-hmm. It's like you would have to do it, but it wasn't that long. And it's like there was no federal mandate about if you are moving to another state, how long do you have to quarantine? If you're coming from out of the country, how long do you have to quarantine? It's like if you were from Florida, it was just like, oh, as long as you got like maybe one or two hours. Negative- Right. One or two, if you have one or two negative tests, you're fine. Because I think Hawaii was like you had to quarantine for a little while until Mm -hmm. you can like go around on the island. And I think they walked that back to as long as you can show us a negative COVID test, you're fine. But y'all, they may be one of the only states in here that aren't red. Because I remember a a month ago, uh, where I work at, like if you um, or if you have left the state within Mm -hmm. 14 days, like there are certain things you're not allowed to do. There yeah. are certain procedures that I can allow you to. And yeah. then like one day it was like uh, New Hampshire, Rhode Island mm-hmm. were part of it. And then like the following week, they got a, a different list. And it's like, oh, the only state that's allowed, only state that's white out of the only state that's white out of the red was Hawaii. You know what I mean? But again. Because I think because they, they used to have that 10 day and now that they got it like somewhat under control, they're like, okay, I guess we don't have to do that. But still, because Hawaii ain't because Hawaii ain't really America. <laughs> they take right. they take this shit serious. Right. It's like they're part of us the way that Puerto Rico is a part of us, but they're not considered a state. Well, they're a state in the count, but it's just like, yo. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry, Puerto Rico is not a state. Yo, have you been to Hawaii? I've not been to Hawaii. I hear they've when you when you go. You will understand what I mean by it's part of the country, but it's not. It's got, it's like, because it's a, it's a series of islands. I'm like, it's not. The culture there is just a completely different That's thing. It. Like, I want to go because if any, look. You ain't going to come back. Show, I'm not because I'm going to get married to some hot ass Samoan dude and I'm going to live there. I'm like, I don't care. Fuck y'all. I'm, I'm look. I'm like, I can't do this because Hobbs and Shaw, I was like, AKA snack cake central because i'm like yeah we can just stay on the island and all these hot hunky men you ain't gonna come like, back hey, i'm not i'm not gonna come back which is why At i haven't all. gone there yet it's like are you coming back yeah i decided against it i was gonna come back but you know so this is why like for the verses when beanie man and bounty killer did theirs in person everybody's like it's amazing he could do they can do that well because jamaica only had a hundred cases of covid ever they had it under control they could do it in person because they didn't really have a covid issue so it's like yeah covid isn't a problem and probably is because y'all american asses brought it to jamaica <laughs> it was like uh yeah that's why they don't have a lot here they're like we ain't doing this shit it's like we don't what get y'all sick white asses off our islands bitch <laughs> it's like get the fuck out get the fuck out that's why and it's like y'all mess it up for everybody like oh we got to do it in person and it's like yeah unless y'all want to do it in Jamaica where it's a little bit more easier to do because they really didn't have COVID. So y'all, Batman is <laughs> one of, <laughs> I, I have to write this up because yeah, um, I have to put, like Dr. Wendy said, I got to put a button on it. But for, for me, Batman has always been one of these characters that I like more of the um, 
different portrayers than I do like say a Spider-Man or Mm -hmm. Superman. It's like, I think they've been, you know, except for George Clooney and Bell Kilmer. And, um, but for the most part, we enjoy it. These guys are iconic as Batman. so I'm so glad that I got to do this with old man Wade because, you know, we're just going to have a good time because list is subjective. His list is subjective, but just know it, it wasn't all that different because one, Kevin Conroy is literally, when they think of Batman, you think of him. He's the number one Batman. Mm-hmm. And you, it's like, and all he does is give him a voice. It's like, I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. It's like, there's no way, I'm sorry. Goat. He is the goat. One and more I, thing about the animated series that I have to bring up, because mm-hmm. it isn't just the main characters. A lot of like the random goons have these these moments. And one yep. of my favorites was one dude had just gotten his ass whooped by Batman. He mm-hmm. opens the door, sees what sees Batman in there. Batman turns around, looks at him. He closes the door. The other henchman goes up. He goes, anything going on in there? He went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> So can I just tell you it's funny because also on the Batman animated series they have Killer Croc. They put Killer Croc in the Suicide Squad, and I I don't want to talk about. I it. Ain't like that. I don't want to talk about it. It's like <laughs> I, I I ain't like that, and also I didn't like that they made Batwoman Alicia Silverstone. This is my one gripe with some of the portrayals. Uma Thurman. Okay, y'all can fast forward if y'all like Uma Thurman. Y'all are gonna stop trying to play her as she's the most beautiful woman alive. I wanna fight you. Yeah, yeah, cut that out, please. I'm like, so if you want to poison ivy, go to the animated poison ivy because the Uma Thurman one, it was like, Y'all, I love y'all, but please stop doing that. It was like, no. Also, Alicia Silverstone being Batgirl, but not being um police chief Mr. Gordon's. Yeah, Commissioner Gordon's daughter is like super weird that now she's she was Alfred's niece and I'm like bitch fuck you like what the hell what is this and like dog that's a huge part of her look character I'm like like, so when they made it Alfred's her Alfred's niece I'm like maybe I should ask comic book people like I always thought that was Jim Gordon's daughter why there are certain things with comic book characters that should remain the same. I'm not one of those people who are just like, oh, it has to be like this because blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. like, no. Barbara it Gordon... It makes sense. Barbara Gordon is... A, Batgirl is supposed to be Commissioner... If it's Barbara, she's supposed to be Commissioner Guard, Commissioner oh, Gordon's oh. daughter. There have been other... Um, Another name. It's like, her name was Barbara. I was like, why is it not Barbara Gordon? <laughs> So there's there's a lot that goes on with these Batman movies. Like, because if we're gonna look at it, there was some stuff, there were some things that weren't correct with uh Michael Keaton, some stuff that was incorrect with Christian Bale, mm-hmm. with Ben Affleck, th- with throughout it all. It's it, the animated series. There's a lot, a lot of things that differed from the comic book lore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when it's when, when certain things are done right, you don't really mind it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like oh. if the execution works, you're like, oh, well, I mean, this works because, and for Michael Keaton's Batman, the Joker killed Batman's parents, but for the most part, it's always been like Batman's parents were killed by some random goon, goon, some random person, and because he's like, I don't want nobody to deal with what I deal with, that's why I'm Batman. But 
for for Michael Keaton's Batman, Joker was the one who killed his parents. I'm like, so I guess since he's dead, shouldn't that stop him from being Batman? No, not really. And then they created the bat signal from that. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 what? it was weird, but I was like, you know what? I'll rocks with it because it works. Because it worked. Yeah. It just worked. I'm like, but I don't yeah. You're like you notice nobody's tripping over um commissioner not commissioner Gordon. No one's tripping over no one was tripping over Harvey Dent being black. Correct. No one's no one's tripping over it because like it doesn't it didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Right. Like right. I, I, like the new commissioner Gordon's black. I don't give a Can't fuck. Not. It's commissioner Gordon. Gordon. Like we don't care. It's kind of like even like the incarnation of Lucius Fox. So in the animated series, Lucius Fox, you know, doesn't necessarily look like Morgan Freeman. Yeah. He's a little bit closer to Bruce's age, but not really maybe like a good maybe 10 years yeah different than morgan freeman and then you got the different and like the different portrayals of alfred it's just like the one that can't be batman it was like because i think it's the same alfred from michael keaton to val kilmer to george Mm -hmm. clooney it's the same batman and he's a a lot older because he had to raise him as a child this alfred don't seem like he did that but Okay, it works. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, because yeah, Jeremy Irons, here. Jeremy Irons is that dude. I'm not gonna argue that. <laughs> it's shit. If anything, I'm kind of mad Jeremy Irons didn't get more more of it because I love the way Bruce would say something and Jeremy Irons would come back at him like, nigga. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, like what? Yeah, like he really treated him like a father. Like, 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 like Bruce. Wait, I, Jeremy Irons. Which yeah, one? Is- and um, Batfleck. Oh, right. See, like, yeah. I block him out. See, that's three different people. Right. Like, we we ended the show. We ended it. I was like, <laughs> when is there? I'm like, he. I'm like, I can see him. I'm like, why do I? I'm thinking with Christian Bale. I'm like, no, it's all three of these different portrayals. I'm like, yeah, that don't work. Cause one, Jeremy Irons look a little too good to be like, look, I don't look worried of raising this little boy from you know a child. I mean, I kind of liked um the one from batman begins so what is his name oh michael uh, kane i kind of i enjoyed him but i think it's mostly because of the accent i also kind of like that he was like real like cynical and snippy like yeah. when he goes he goes i'm not gonna say i told you so but i bloody well told you so <laughs> it was just like it's stuff here and there that doesn't work i even like gary oldman gary oldman is another actor that he's a chameleon and i just enjoy him because he also is Dracula to me. Every time I look, I'm like, "Oh yeah, face. where's where's the hat? Where, where's the mustache?" Like, Bram Stoker's Dracula, so good. And mind you, Keanu Reeves in this movie too. And I'm like, y'all, I will not take any we, Keanu Reeves. Slander. I will not. My I had a acting. I took acting 101 when I was in college, and my, and my teacher actually did productions at the school. But he also is an actor. He did theater, local theater. He went into a whole, he got on his whole soapbox to talk about how Keanu Reeves is a terrible actor. <laughs> I was like, so what you won't do is talk about my boy, okay? It's like, I get it. I, I don't know. I-, I get why he was doing it. This is before he was in that movie about that woman who was a medium and he played like this very abusive man. I'm like, damn, Keanu Reeves is acting today. And it's like, uh, he wasn't acting before. Let me find the movie because I'm like, what is it? He was he was phenomenal in Constantine. 
I thought he was. I liked, so I liked the American Constantine. I saw the movie, like the show with the British one. I love that. More like, uh, I'm like, yeah, I, I love see him. why y'all liked. I love this him. And he's one. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I get why y'all like this one. I always liked the Devil Advocate. What is the name of the movie? I can't. Devil's Advocate is my shit. When people, when people shit on Keanu Reeves, I go, y'all aren't going to sit there and tell me that he wasn't good. Um, and that he goes, he was whacking it. I'm like, no, I'm no, a no. lawyer. I win. I <laughs> yeah. win. The movie <laughs> called The Gift. Okay. So yeah, he was a terrible piece of shit. Um, Kate Blanchett is like someone who just has a gift of. She was trying to solve a mystery, and Keanu Reeves was the main. Yeah, just watch it. It's really good, y'all. But Keanu Reeves' filmography is long. But my teacher was like, "Fuck Keanu Reeves because he can't fucking act." I'm like, "So bitch, fuck you." Okay. It's Keanu fucking Reeves and he's one of the nicest people ever. And I like him more when he's like, like, you're so nice. He's like, but aren't we all supposed to be nice? I'm like, I'm not doing anything special. It's like, it's really that simple. He's like, it's really that simple. I'm just, he's like, no, no, you don't have to thank me for being a decent person. Cause you're supposed to be a decent person. I'm like, that's why I like him. He's like, oh no, please do not hype me up. Like I'm like, like extraordinary. I, you shouldn't be a piece of shit person. Oh, and by the way, Mate, the Matrix Four is in post production. You guys, we're getting a Matrix Four. No one asked for that. I'm fine with Duke Kaboom coming back as Neo. Okay, I don't know how he's coming back, considering that Neo died in Matrix Three. But yeah, you know, no one asked for a Matrix Two or Three either. So. I mean, the Matrix, the first one is just like it's so good. It's classic. It's an it's, it's an iconic so movie. It's like I don't know what it is, but you guys, we're gonna wrap this up. Um, I will be back. I, I, <laughs> before we get out of here, Wade, thank you for being here. Thank you for coming on this tangential journey with me as we talk about, I say Batman is not a superhero because I'm sorry, what's his superpower? He don't have one, but he's, like he's a hero. Hair, he's a hair, hero. He's like Iron Man. I'm like, Iron Man is not a superhero either. He's just rich and smart. He had powers for like half a second. Right. It was like, he's rich and smart. I'm like, I'm, I think that's a superpower that he can like build shit out of a cave. So, so. there's a, um in a comic book I read called Powers, mm -hmm. when you have a certain level of intellect, you have, it's technically a superpower. So. Yeah. Because I think the one thing about the Batman movies that they don't touch on is that, that the animated shows touched on is that Batman was really smart. <laughs> He's a he, fucking detective. Right. It was just like in the movies, it didn't, it just seemed like he was a rich man with toys. Yeah. But like he's it. an actual detective. And that's another thing I liked about oh, Ben Batman Affleck. And, right. Ben Affleck was actually a detective. detective. Like he had okay. to decipher things. He had to put things together. Like he, mm -hmm. he. Oh, hello. Did I lose him? Times. Oh, to your there we point go. About the okay, sorry, because it like you just stopped because all I saw was arms moving and it was frozen. I was like, "What did he say?" You saying oh, some no. good shit? <laughs> no, I was just upset because it was just like it was like Batman is supposed to be a detective. detective. It's like he's so this. smart. I'm like, yeah. Huh? Animated series did a phenomenal job of talking about that. Mm -hmm. Like his didn't like press a button on the computer and the computer solved it like no he had to like sit there and type it in figure out what he was getting he had to into. analyze data he came up with the serum also this is the other thing about the batman the um what's his name uh 
the Christian Bale Batman, I didn't like the Scarecrow. I, no. I needed more from that. I needed more from the mm-hmm. Scarecrow because it's, it's a little bit more that I need. And it's like him being paired with Rachel Gould did not make sense to me. Wasted potential, like the Scarecrow. It, it, and, it and it's funny because I'm, I'm playing the Arkham Knights game. Arkham, the Batman oh, Arkham Knight game. I'm playing it again. It, right? Yes. And it showed Scarecrow when it's light and how like, excuse me, how smart he is. And he teamed up with someone. Mm-hmm. And it's like having sometimes too many villains can spoil work. something. It we, doesn't work. It would have been nice. Did, it didn't make sense in this movie. I'm like, no. why do we have the Scarecrow and Rachel Ghoul? I'm like, the premise of how they're working together worked, but not really. It's like, and they had Ken Watanabe. I'm like, so we could have did all of that. Everything that happened, they still could have had uh what's his fuck playing Rachel Ghoul mm-hmm. and like you know, and just never seen him again. And Cut the you cut the movie down and you cut twenty minutes out of that movie yeah. and then specifically focus on Scarecrow and that whole scene where they're trying to like release the the um the fear toxin it could have been Batman and Scarecrow on that train instead of Ray Al Ghul we didn't yeah. need him it's so we much really so that he's, forget, he's forgetable because like Rachel every time I'm like oh that's right there were they're like oh it was two vi- villains I'm like there is I'm like oh that's right. The scarecrow was in it and it don't make sense. Yeah. And it's like it didn't the the idea of the train and the the fear gas makes sense, but the execution of it was just garbage. It's mm-hmm. like I I don't I don't like this. Okay. So before we get out of here, please, old man Wade, tell everybody how they can find you and find the old man Wade show. So you can find the old man Wade show wherever you get podcasts. We are all over the place. Uh, download us everywhere Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud Stitcher iHeartRadio and I found that I'm on some other random platforms that I didn't know about so whatever did you uh, did you look for yourself on Audible because I was like oh because what was that other one it's like Luminary was here for a minute but they lost their minds and were trying to charge people to listen to podcasts I'm like so I don't think you realize how this that's not how this works at all. it's like I think they pulled everybody's podcast information onto Luminary because if you Google it, it's like I found mine. I'm like, I don't know nothing about Luminary. Yeah, I think I'm on there too. Yeah, it was just kind of um, like I think if you had a podcast, they just pulled everybody, but then they had people who were like, Yeah, you have to pay for this this um monthly fee and then you can listen to my podcast. I'm like, so I can listen to tons of podcasts for free, Karamo. Yeah. I'm not doing this with you. Uh, I also have another podcast. I actually have a couple more podcasts. I do one with uh, Brandon, yep. uh, Com- Comic Book History 101, uh, dope podcast. I know we're on iTunes, and I know we'll be on iTunes, Spotify soon. Uh, we actually just revamped the Yay. podcast now, so we should have some stuff coming out really soon if it's not on already. Uh, what else is it? Uh, I have another one called the Culture Comic Book News Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, where we at? We actually started revamping that okay. last month. It's uh, for the Black Rabbit, um, B-L-A-Q-U-E-R-A-B-B-I-T.com, my best friend's website. He's the editor-in-chief of that. We do articles. We do the podcast called oh. Culture Comic Book News Podcast. Um, I feel like there's something else I'm forgetting. Uh, oldmanway.com. Uh, that's where me and Super Bowl Hobby put all our articles up there. We just did one. We talked about supervillains who we'd um, rather see president than Trump. <laughs> and the bad part about it is Rachel Gould will be on that list for me. So I think I think race is on that list. I think race is also on that list. It's like it's um, like he has terrible ways on how to uh, put his execution. execution, but it's like <laughs> he's not 
necessarily wrong here. He's not at all. Um, and if you're looking for me, you can find me on Old Man Wade Com on Twitter and Instagram and mm-hmm. the Old Man Wade Show Facebook page where we just talk a bunch of nonsense. Some of it's serious. A lot of it's goofy. We do some comic book stuff. We just do some random talking. Uh, but it's a, I always tell people it's a safe place. It's a safe space. Uh, if for some reason we miss a comment, tag me. I'll make sure that the person's deleted and blocked because I'm not here for that shit. I'm here for a place where we can all just laugh and joke, have legitimate conversations that need to be said. Um, so yeah, the Old Man Wade Show Facebook page is the place to go. And I want to thank Stephanie for doing this because I swear to Odin, <laughs> our 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 schedules don't really work. Like we're both on the East Coast, but mm-hmm. the funny thing about it, it's harder for us to get together and do this because I work overnights. Yeah. Um, Stephanie's too busy being a superhero. <laughs> So it's hard for me to actually like get in touch with her because you see over there like saving the world. Cause yeah. you from sound a- like Taria from what else is going on. That's my boo. She was just like, you can talk about anything. I'm like, she, and I think she said the Cuban Missile Crisis. I was like, that shit. Now you're going to make me Google it. So I can't talk about this because I don't want to sound stupid. Oh, God. <laughs> but I, I enjoy, I-, I know, I enjoy having conversations like this with you, Wade, but I like talking to you off jump let me just say that so it's like i knew it's like yeah we don't have to talk about this because i know me and way gonna have fun with this because i meet inspector <laughs> that was one of my favorite episodes <laughs> we, we spent 20 minutes just talking about random yeah. celebrity thigh meat they were like what the hell i'm like i like juicy thighs too like what you mean get out of here this uh, okay. like, i'm gonna out. i'm gonna compile a list of like, I'm going to compile a list of the top 100 thigh meat and we're just going to talk about it. Yes! <laughs> I'm all about it. it. It better be some big boys on there because I'm telling you. Woo! I'll tell you. When they have these big fine men threads, I'm like, yes, that's my wheelhouse. I'm like, show it off. They're like, what is wrong with y'all? I'm like, we like looking at thigh meats too. Get out of our face. <laughs> Offer us different stuff, beloved. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, y'all, this is the Mocha Business Podcast. I will just let you guys know that I'm starting another conversation series and I have asked some very dynamic Black women to discuss colorism with me. i um, for that. So I, I, I've, it's been a lot of offhand, not offhanded, but like little here and there. If you guys follow the Bravo Breakdown, she has a very good um, highlight on her stories about colorism. She has been on it since day one. Is that Instagram um, or um, Twitter? Um. Is on Instagram. So she is on the Bravo, the Bravo Breakdown. She is on Twitter. She has a very good um, highlight about colorism. And so I wanted to start another conversation series. Last year, I talked about transphobia in our community, the Black community. I have a feeling we're going to redo this because um, y'all, y'all ain't learned nothing. We locked up and y'all At still want to learn. It's like, this is ridiculous. So um, and in the next few weeks, I'm going to have some very, very wonderful Black women to talk about colorism for me because I need people to understand. And shout out to Queen from Tiba Queen and Jay. She has wrote a article talking about colorism um, because I think a lot of people don't understand colorism because I will tell you guys the short answer to the, the short way to understand it is colorism is um, detrimental to darker skinned people and a benefit to light skinned people. Yeah, And it's not just us Black people, too, because, oh, best believe, when the Olympics were in Rio, 
that kind of reared his ugly head because they didn't want to show the favelas because a lot of the darker skin Brazilians live in favelas and they didn't want to show that because everybody thinks Brazilians look like Giselle Bunchen. So hi, no, they don't. Mm-hmm. And I, um, it's funny because there is. I did want to have a conversation with you about transphobia and um, colorism. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is light skinned, but she always talks. One thing my wife always says, and this is coming from a woman who is light skinned, she mm-hmm. goes, "The hardest thing in the world to be is a dark skinned black woman." She goes, "There's nothing harder in this world to be." And as a cis black male, I agree. Like I see the shit that like. Uh, dark-skinned women have to go through. And this is just me from the outside looking in. Lord knows what's actually going on through that, going on through y'all, like emotionally, physically, mentally, the hoops you guys have to go through just to be like, hey, I'm fucking here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's um, actually uh, one of my first episodes I did with my homegirl, Miss Lady, is called um, My Beautiful Black Skin. I believe. Mm. And we actually discussed a lot of that. Um, and it's a topic that I've noticed has come up a lot. And you see the unfortunate things like Sammy Sosa, who like whole ass changed everything from his skin Child. color. I was like, his, yeah, it's and at, at first when he was just a little lighter, you know, mm. you make the jokes. But then when you see what he did to himself again, it's not mm-hmm. funny anymore. Like it's, it's not. It's like, you know, just as a as a black person, like I see shit like that and it and it hurts. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, like I know what it's like to be insecure just with my emotions and my physical self. And this is mm-hmm. when I this this is when I was in super great shape. Yeah. I don't I can't imagine what it would be like to literally want to rip the skin off of my body and then look like something else. So yeah. that's I can't wait for you to actually do this because it's a it, it is a damn sure a good topic and a and um, excuse my language, it fucking needs to happen on anybody who needs anybody who needs to hear because people hear colorism and don't realize it's an actual thing. It really is a thing. And it's like, it's, so I don't know if you saw like the whispers about on Twitter about the one drop rule. And yeah, it's really bothering me, not just because I wrote a whole blog post about what it actually is, but also the fact that people don't actually realize that the one drop rule was made up by white people. We did not make this up. They weren't trying to put everybody in blackness. They were trying to keep you out of whiteness. They're like, if you had one drop, just one of black or indigenous blood, because at the time we, black people and native Americans or natives or indigenous, they were the ones that were like, yeah, no, fuck all of them forever. So it's like, they weren't trying to make you black. They were like- They're trying to make you not white. White. Like you can't get the benefits of whiteness in this country. Though there were laws, these were laws. This was not mm-hmm. something we made up. It's kind of like black on black crime. I'm like, oh baby, we didn't make that. We didn't make up that. We didn't make that up. That came from the Reagan administration. They made that shit up when we we're like, hey, can you help our um? Let's talk about like police brutality. Now let's talk about black on black crime because y'all be killing each other. So why are you get mad at us for killing you? Um, because so, so, that's um, not part of your job. So let me just say this. Uh, with these motherfucking terrorists running up on the um, Capitol building, I looked at someone dead in their face and I said, oh, why don't white crime anything? Mm-hmm. It's like, we've <laughs> seen like, this for the, like, all throughout the pandemic. Remember, didn't they charge a few city halls with actual weapons, AR mm-hmm. rifles? I'm like, y'all, this is just like, that was just the opening credits to this monstrosity of a play and the fact that some of them are not even getting charged y'all let those people go home 
it's like, wait a minute. And somebody brought up Khalif Browder about how he got arrested for, I think, a backpack. This woman stole Nancy Pelosi's computer and y'all can't find her ass. The fuck is going on here? And y'all tortured that boy because he couldn't afford to leave the jail because of bail. He didn't have the money. Nobody didn't around him have the money. And then after he got out, he harmed himself. I'm like, y'all, this is a real thing. Bail is bullshit. It's like, it's just bullshit. It's like, that's why he couldn't leave. It's like, and then it's like, you watch how, so I will say this, colorism for black men and black women are two totally different things. Absolutely. It's like, it's two different things. And I wanted to talk about it from the women's person. I'm not trying to erase any man's, um, any black man's dealing with um, colorism. Because when I think about colorism, it's the fact that um, these asshats on the Giggly Squad said um, the Duke from Bridgerton would be perfect, but we've been saying for years that Idris Elba would be perfect because one, he's beautiful and he's British, but the reason why they won't is like, because black people are not bankable internationally. Hmm. That's a that's a paraphrasing. The real reason why he is not 007 by now, he should have been 007, but the fact that y'all think that one, it still is like um detrimental to darker skinned black men because darker skinned black men are seen as more violent they are more aggressive they are more they're more danger to you mm-hmm. and also lighter skinned men it's a benefit because they think they're more attractive and they would fit in better he's a good better look but also they think lighter skinned black men are <clears throat> a little bit more feminine and darker skinned black men are more masculine but they also think that about darker skinned black women and please don't be a fat black woman and dark skin. You definitely are going to read this always aggressive, never assertive. Oh, and God forbid you actually uh, use your real voice or actually speak in a higher tone or Correct. volume. Then, then, then it's like, oh my God. And also, just let me say, there are there are places where a male voice isn't necessarily needed, nor is the place for them to say things like that. Because there are a lot mm-hmm. of times where I had to check myself. Mm-hmm. I was listening to. Um, there's a former wrestler, and but she's now a writer, um, mm-hmm. AJ Mendez. She wrote a book called um, Crazy is My Superpower. And it was a whole autobiography oh. about how, like, you know, dealing with her mental issues and growing mm-hmm. up. And she started talking about the stuff that, w- that was the disgusting things that men used to do. Mm-hmm. And I started to get offended by that. But as soon as I started getting offended by that, she immediately said, if you're offended by this, then you're part of the problem. And I was like, holy shit, she's right. Because mm-hmm. all the all the characteristics that she's talking about aren't things that I do. Right. But you know what I mean? But like, you know what I mean? But as a person who's still doing his best to grow, mm-hmm. I have to check myself sometimes. And that was one of the moments in the last five years where I had to go, yo, this has nothing to do with you, dog. Sometimes there's a lot of spaces where yeah. all you should do is shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah. And that's it. It's like that. It's like when you have more privilege than the next person, especially within our own community. Like I have more privilege as a cis black woman than a trans black woman because no one questions my femininity. Mm-hmm. So it is not for me to try to like erase any trans black woman because one, the other part of that colorism is a lot of trans black women have been killed have been darker skinned, and yeah. y'all don't care. And it's like Mm-mm, I have a problem with that. It's like, yeah, no, this is, it's like, this is enough. This is just, it's just enough. And it's going to be different. It's going to be coming from what women have to deal with colorism. Cause it's not just, um, 
it's professional, it's personally, it's everything going on. Because even the whole thing with Beyonce's nephew, Jules and Sky Jackson, like somebody leaked his tweets where he said, I gave her dark ass some dick as if she should be so lucky because <gasps> some people- Oh my God. Right, it's like in your mind, because you're lighter and she's darker, if you fuck a dark skinned girl, they should just be so happy that you fuck them because they're darker skinned. It's like you should just be happy to get this, you know, fuck off with that. It's like, fuck you, Jewels. And then, of course, they're throwing it like, oh, his mama and his aunt, and they got to do something. I'm like, so he still has a whole ass father. Don't do this with me. Y'all don't want, y'all don't want to hear this. Y'all don't want to do this because y'all actually think if a man is in the proximity of, a lot of women in their household, some of them aren't misogynistic pieces of shit. There's a lot of them that are like that. A lot of them. Perfect example is that bitch-ass nigga boozy badass and his dumbass fucking kid. It's like, dog, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union are being, are proud of their daughter? Yes. Proud of their daughter. Mm-hmm. And they started talking like, dog, this shit has nothing to do with you. And they're actually demonstrating the unconditional love you're supposed to have for your child. You don't, you put your feelings away. And the bad part of it, they've never said that we don't like what she's doing. They're just like, it's more important for her to be supported than for us to quote unquote share our feelings. And all, but we don't really disagree with her. So it's fine. It's like, yeah. you're doing, she, they're, they're, they're being the parents that a lot of y'all say that y'all are. Yeah. And can I just tell you that I love the way the two of them have been moving? Mm-hmm. Like in general, since Dwayne Wade, it was funny because Dwayne Wade was on um, All the Smoke and he was talking mm. about, and he was speaking on how when he was playing in the NBA, he had like, you know, they, Gabrielle Union lived with him in Miami and mm. they, and she would travel back and forth to Miami. And then now that he's retired, he moved to LA where she now works and lives. Works. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and a lot of people would be like, yo, you're the man and you should... No, no, dog. It's it's not like that. Relationships, relationships are a give and take work. at all. So I like the fact that like when when retired players become uh, whole people, because people forget that a yeah. lot of these athletes and celebrities, they have a life outside of their careers. So mm-hmm. I liked that like Dwayne Wade became this. Like I love his I love following them on um on Twitter and Instagram because it's same. same. They, it's like they have a lot of fun. They're always smiling. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, Dwayne Wade cheated. I'm like, apparently Gabrielle Union doesn't care. So what the fuck do you It's care? like she, they were on a break for all you friends watchers. And they were on a break. They had a break, baby. That's it. That's it. And it we're, we're fine. And, and trust trust and believe. I will be the first one to get these jokes off. But realistically, mm-hmm. it's not my fucking business. At, <laughs> at all. At all. At all. It's Yo, not like we don't care. Me, I, I, I'm glad you. Shit. Yeah. So, y'all, this has been a Mocha Minutes podcast. <laughs> yeah, and this shit before we do another fucking 30 minutes. Right. It's like, this is just, this is how much I just enjoy talking to Wade. He's a good person to have. I suggest, and, and I know Taria's listening. So, she, yeah, Taria. So, if you, old man Wade, he's a good person because he likes to listen. <laughs> he I'll likes to, he like he has to, he likes to learn. He likes to grow. He likes to talk. He'd be like, uh, because one thing that I love about Wade is like you talk to him, he's like, I didn't think of it that way. I used to think this way and now I'm hearing you talk and it's like, I never thought of this this way. The man who knows everything knows nothing. I am, I am blessed and privileged enough to be around a bunch of men and women who will 
will let me ask questions that I don't know, mm-hmm. who will give me information that I don't know. Like, like Charmaine has been a whole ass help in my life. Absolutely. And I've only known her and I've only known her barely a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Having conversations with you. And a lot of times, like I'll jump in on the, on the group chat and I won't say anything. I'll just read mm-hmm. and I'll just, and I'll get right back off. Cause it's like, I, if I don't have anything to add to the conversation, then what's the point of me adding anything at all? Because mm-hmm. no, nothing comes out of that. Now, if I have a question, there's been a lot of times where it's like, I'll break off from that and go, all right. Um, I didn't want to interrupt the flow of this, but mm-hmm. I have questions about this. Yeah. I have questions about that. I did a an article about Vita Ayala and I contacted her directly and was like, hey, you are like she's um non-binary. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure that I represented them properly. Mm-hmm. So then when I sent the article out, I sent it to them. And Vita was like, hey, make sure you take this part out because I identify as this. And I said, thank you for letting me know. I yeah. hit my editor. My editor was like, cool and go about your business. Yeah. I learned a lot just from these little... All right, we can have this conversation of the day. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I'll be back next week. <laughs>